We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, what's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on this Thursday morning. Well, Phil's first day in the books, pitchers and catchers. Zach Wheeler talking yesterday about his contract situation we'll get into that play a lot of audio zach wheeler rob thompson also from yesterday sixers lose last night obviously heading to the all-star break now look it's just going to be tough to win without Embiid. we knew that we know it and we saw it again last night sean couturier now the flyers captain 20th in franchise history congrats to him eagles uh, offseason some hassan reddick stuff we'll get into more of that today obviously the kansas city super bowl parade an incredibly tragic situation. We'll talk about it all, and we'll do it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Richard Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, bud. Did you know that you can rent uh, and stay in the actual room in the Watergate Hotel that wow. the tapping took place in? How about that? Yeah, they call it the Scandal Room, and uh, it's got some decorations that are reminiscent, uh, that trying to evoke the spirit of the 70s. And wow. then they've got uh, special cover-up robes <laughs> to help you enjoy your stay. That's great. But, uh, yeah, it's the uh, the scandal room what at the Watergate co- Hotel. costs extra money, probably. I guess it dollars a night. That's wild. That's unbelievable. That really is. All right, let's get to it here today. You know, it was great to, uh, you know, just sort of feel. I mean, we're thousands, uh, I don't know how many, 1,500 miles away from Florida, but to feel, whether you saw it on TV or, or here, here on WIP, you know, some audio of the fills, the spring, just to feel the baseball thing, um, to hear it. You know, if you saw it on the news, you know, literally the popping of the glove with the, with the baseball, Zach Wheeler's firing it in there 95 miles an hour, and um, it, it's good. It's, to me, it's a great feeling. Uh, hope springs eternal, and certainly this year there are to use a uh, often used Phillies uh, term, uh, high hopes obviously, with this baseball team, with, with how good we believe they are and what they've put out there the last couple of years. There also, though, is for the first time since near the end of their last good stretch, if you remember, you know, they win it all in 08, 09, they, they come close. They lose in game six to the Yankees. 2010, they lose to the Giants. We start getting frustrated. 2011, they lose to the Cardinals. We're more frustrated. And we've seen this before in Philadelphia sports where a team, where a team loses in the postseason. And then you start having a, a different taste in your mouth. And frankly, it, it can impact the way you, you sort of embark on a new season emotionally. Uh, we've seen it with the Eagles. John was part of the Donovan Dock crew. You know, where it's like, yep, you're really good, but, you know, we also know you let us down at the end last year. We saw it with the Lindros LeClaire group. You know, great hockey team, great hockey team, but, you know, would, would, would not win in the end. 
And then at the start of the next year, you get a lot of that. Here we go again. Now, it was it was the frustration had grown to the degree that the moment I arrived in 2003, it was right. March 2003. Yep. I'd signed as an unrestricted free agent, and I'm here to do the offseason workout program. And everyone, the first thing they say is Super Bowl. When? <laughs> why? Like, how? Are you getting right. to the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl is the expectation. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I couldn't get over that. Tough I couldn't standard. believe that everyone was skipping over so much that had to take place right. before the Super no, Bowl. No, that's that, I remember it. It's true. So, so here's the deal. It's it's a little bit about looking forward, clearly, because you know I wonder if that same sort of standard has set in for us as Phillies fans as it relates to to next October. Meaning, uh, what is that? About eight months from now. But what I what I also wonder even more about today, and, and I want to hear from you at 215-592-9494, I really wonder if we're over how it ended last October. You know, last year, many, and I think many can easily be defined as millions, had an extremely, extremely strong reaction to the Phillies' playoff loss. On the tepid side, it would be referred to as a heartbreak. On the more aggressive side, it would be referred to as a collapse. On the more aggressive side, it would be referred to as a disgrace. And, you know, really the thing that's set in motion a lot, in my opinion, and I feel really confident in this, there was a lot of people angry with how it ended last October. Now, let me be clear. I was not one of them, but but I would say most people were. We had polls about, you know, how do you feel? And anger was one of the main things. And almost resentment started kicking in. And I, and I personally found it a little strange. It didn't vibe with me. I immediately was more of the mindset of appreciation of those three weeks in October and the joy that I felt for most of the minutes in October. But obviously the last couple of days were brutal. I mean, there is no escaping that reality. It was brutal. I mean, to have a 2 nothing lead, to know they were two games from the World Series, six games from winning the World Series, then to have a 3-2 lead, Again, now you're one game away from getting to the world. By the way, game six and seven back here in Philly, which he was like, oh, got it. And then they didn't have it. So I'm curious at 215-592-9494, really more than anything, on an emotional level, as a new campaign is, is embarking. They, uh, they're doing the spring training thing, soon to be spring training games. Soon thereafter will be the start of the regular season. I ask you today at 215-592-9494, are you over it emotionally are you ready to turn the page or also here's another part of it does the way it ended last year does it leave a lingering taste in your mouth even if you kind of convince yourself to try to get over it or you actually do get over it is there are they now dealing with the donovan and doc the lindros the like yeah guys i appreciate you but it's time for you to win it all because those those teams, those eras, we're dealing with that. John, there's a lot on the table here. Let's start with last October. You over it? Yeah, I am. I, I'm I'm past it. I'm through it. You know, I myself, uh, my teams uh, have lost a lot of very painful games. Maybe that, like, steals me against this to some degree. But I put it past me. I'm excited. I, I, I can't wait to uh, experience what's right on the horizon here because they've got so much personality and we've grown to, you know, love and appreciate that personality. It's like a friend coming home. Like we get to meet a friend again, who's been away for a while. I can't wait to get to know them more and, and, you know, learn more about each guy and 
watch even better baseball this year while I get to know the guys in the team. It's taken on a whole new level of appreciation, and that's where I sit. I, I And I don't think I'm crossing it weird and letting <laughs> sports cross-pollinate either. I know, Joe, that you talk a lot about you know, the, the Eagles, the disappointment, uh, crossing over to the Phillies and vice versa. Absolutely. I, I it doesn't it doesn't work quite the same way for me. Um the Phil's the Phil's failing to reach as far you know, last year, that that stinks. That was a failed attempt. That does ring hollow. Uh it it hurts to but 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 I do think that that can make our nucleus better. And and they can get better soon, and and these guys do just get it. And and by all accounts, it sounds like they're going to re-sign our dominator in in Zach Wheeler, which is right, well, we'll and say. it feels good. Uh, what? Well, we'll see. Yeah. It makes all the sense in the world, well, and, yeah, and they're, they're talking look, they're about it. They're out in the open about they're it. Negotiating. I I just have a really yeah. good feeling okay. like it's going to happen. Fair enough. I'm super ready to roll Phillies, and last year's disappointment doesn't mar my appreciation of John Middleton's continued spending, that that's a big factor as well. I believe this baseball team has a president of baseball operations in Dave Dombrowski who knows exactly what he's doing, knows exactly what we need to do to get where we want to go. And the spending part, the fact that we were so willing uh, with Yamamoto, that bodes really well. Whatever it, happens, it does. It does. Whatever happens this season, through injury and rest and the rest and 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 everything, the ups and downs, we know as a fan base that that spending is available. That's that's a good feeling for when you start out this talented and you got that sort of deep pocket in your back pocket. Uh, it, it's a good and they'll spend if they need to. They'll spend into stupid territory if it's the right player. So I feel great about this team because Dombrowski's pinning his ears back to go win us a world championship, and I don't doubt him. I feel really ready to go have fun with this team, and it's going to be a really good team along the way, and I'm doing, I'm going to do my best to try to take a larger world view as I watch the Phillies this year. I think we get, I get very myopic. I get frustrated with an individual game, yep. and I get, yeah, these Phils. The relievers, they're yeah. We got yeah. no bullpen. I'm gonna try to <laughs> d- to zoom out and, they do and ha- be they, more realistic. They have had their flaws. I will say they have put us through some uh, some agitation the last couple regular seasons. Mm-hmm. For for as great as October, I mean, let's be real. They played at a better clip in October than they did in April through September the no last two years. No doubt. I mean, I remember two two years ago when they marched to Game Six of the World Series and had that two games to one lead in the World Series at one point. They were at one point, I believe, eleven and three, before they then lost three in a row, and you know they finished that postseason eleven and six. But like they weren't winning, like eleven and three wasn't what they were in the regular. They weren't winning eleven out of every fourteen games in the regular season. And so you do wonder: are they more the regular season team that has been, you know, uh, an eighty whatever they were, eighty seven, eighty eight type win team, eighty nine, or are they this sort of juggernaut postseason team that they've been for most of the postseason? But again, losing in the end. And losing in the end twice when they had a lead. You know, you know what's one to me, and again, I want to hear from everyone at 215-592-9494, if, as we gear up for another baseball season, if you are emotionally over last year, or if that anger, resentment, bitterness, whatever you want to call it, if it still lingers for you. And, and again, I'm, I'm clear of it, but I was clear of it quick. Here, here to me is maybe the litmus test for this whole conversation. And, and it might sound ridiculous to talk about a song, 
but I don't think it is. I actually believe the song Dancing on My Own is, is actually the litmus test for this topic. And I'm really curious from everyone today at 215-592-9494 if you think the Phillies should dump Dancing on My Own, which I heard a lot of people say in November. When they got eliminated at the end of October, I heard a lot of people say, that's it, done with Dancing on My Own. It was fun while it lasted, but two years in a row they ran into a brick wall. I'm done with it, and they should be done with it. And I heard of that from a lot of people. Now, I also heard from some people, I'd say less than 50%, no, no, that's, that's our song. That's their song. That's awesome. That's what they vibe to. That's what they party to. That's what they celebrate to. That's what we celebrate with them to when they show up at Xfinity Live. Like, they clinch a game, they win a game, or they clinch a series, and they're in South Philly, and there's a thousand people partying at Xfinity Live, and there's hundreds of thousands or millions watching it on TV, listening here on WIP, and if you see that visual on TV, you see the players on television, like literally in the crowd with the fans at Xfinity Live, you know, an hour and a half after a game, and dancing on my own is playing, and people say, no, I w- that's this era. I want it. Even though they lost the last couple of years with that as a central point of sort of their thing. Look, I would keep it. But I, now there it is. There it is. But I'm really curious if for you it's a, a keep or a dump. Because I heard a lot of people, a lot more say dump than keep. Talk to me here today at 215-592-9494 about all this. As John alluded to, we'll get into the Zach Wheeler thing. We'll get into the Hassan Reddick thing. We'll get into the Flyers with a new captain and more. But the Phillies, it is great, great, great to have the Phillies back in front of his spring training, soon to be the regular season. How do you feel as a Phillies fan, given everything? The joy of the last two Octobers, but running into a brick wall at the end of both of them. How do you feel now? 215-592-9494. A lot going on here today. Your phone calls. Show to Cameron John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. There's so many ways to bet. And obviously, we've got an all-star game in pro basketball about to happen in a couple days in the three-point contest and the slam dunk contest and all that and more. You can also, of course, look ahead to future bets in pro hoops as it relates to the postseason. Who's going to win it all? Who's going to make the finals? And even before that, of course, who's going to win the MVP of the league? That and more is all there for you at FanDuel.com slash Hammer. You can also get future bets in as we were just talking about baseball. Over-unders for the local club, over-unders for all the club, who makes the postseason and more. It's all there for you. So lock it into FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Again, the website always for the best deals. FanDuel.com slash Hammer. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, there it is. There it is, John's song. I'm old enough to face the dawn. It is a great song. Just call the angel <laughs> of the morning. What a smile. Just touch my cheek before you leave me, baby. So we do have this new video system set up here at WIP. Every once in a while, videos get posted on social media. I hope whoever the... This decision maker is on said videos puts out a video john just grooving to this right I've now i've never seen him smile like that this is something right now doesn't it take you back yes I, this and i'm not sure what year again this is like little kid year. this is looking up at everyone years you know like where i'm as tall as a knee yeah, yeah exactly this is that's that's when these these sounds were ringing I in my agree. ears and man, everyone loved this song. I love this song. It's a sing-along type of song. Feel it. I love it, man. Now, I remember being in the backseat of my mom's car with this thing oh, yeah. and driving around to and from school, Doctor, oh, and, doctor's appointments. Oh, and back then, back then, <laughs> when you were in the backseat, you were rolling all over the place. The backseat's like 12 feet wide. Yep. There's forget about seatbelts. Correct. I, I don't know if there were seatbelts. They certainly weren't the shoulder style seatbelts. Right. And they were the lap ones that were shoved so far back inside, they were probably underneath the car. I remember like it. underneath the chassis for all we knew. I remember it. Uh, you're rolling all over the back. It's good God. stuff, yep. man. Really good go. stuff. Sounds all right. right. Let's go to the phones. There's a lot here, including just, you know, on an, on an emotional level, the Phil's are about to, you know, crank this thing up again. How do you feel? Are you over last year or not? There was a lot of anger expressed. Late October, early November, after they had lost. And, I, I mean, it was a tremendous disappointment. Guys, don't get me wrong. But I'm wondering if that anger and bitterness and resentment still linked. Because people were mad at them. That was what surprised me. So what, what surprised me wasn't that people were mad. It's that people were mad at them. And I'm curious. At people other than Craig Kimbrell. At yeah, people I mean. Other- because people, then, people like my. If you remember my my line, I was saying back then is like, how can these guys be a, a heroes on a Tuesday and a bum on a Thursday? Like I, it didn't make any sense to me. It's it, it, like, but people, but look, let's see where you are now. And now it's mid February. Where do you stand on the fills on an emotional level as it relates to last year, as it relates to this year? Let's kick it off with Patrick in Tabernacle right now. Good morning, Patrick. Hey, morning, everybody. Listen, man, I'm I'm just fired up with baseball. Period, Joe. I'm. Uh... You know, last year's kind of in the in, in the rear view. I have no, you know, 
I'm, I'm again. It's <laughs> this this team a couple years ago just re-energized my love for for the game that I grew up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it it just takes me back to you know if I'm a little kid I'm I got my 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 mitten ball already and getting in trouble at school because you got to put this you know put put your glove down pay attention that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's 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 how I was. But, you took your glove you know, to school? Oh yeah, John. Yeah. Wow. I I mean. Yeah. I had a glove. I wasn't good enough at baseball to be like tagging yeah. it along to school with me. I don't remember kids <laughs> yeah. taking their glove to school. Yeah, yeah. I used to walk to school too, which was uh-huh. awesome. That, that that was such a great thing for me growing up, just to walk to school and bounce a ball. And I'm jealous. I'm yeah. jealous. That well, is yeah, cool. You know, Patrick, just it, to be clear, the athletes like me, we just kept our glove in our locker, getting ready for practice. Nah. Correct. No, nah, did, nah. Well, it, it, was, it, was, it was a big listen. Listen, ba- baseball, baseball is and still was my first love. I got away from it. Yep. And and I, it, it just I'm I'm not even thinking about last year. I, I'm, you know, I I don't I don't know. It's just weird with me. Patrick. But, let me ask but, you a question. So I, I hear your mindset, and and I'm you and you and I are on the same page. What did you make of how angry people were? Because you know that was going on. Uh. What do I make of the of, of yeah? I, people were people were so bitter. I, I I Joe, I didn't get that. I didn't okay. get that bitterness. You know, I, I I just didn't. It was it was disappointment at the time, but not. You know, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't real thrilled with. You know, obviously how things ended. Sure. Um, but this is um, again. I'm just. I I feel it's like almost like, like I'm, time I'm glad is we're healing the wounds. Well, it Patrick. sounds like Patrick was always, and Patrick, good call, man. Always and love talking baseball with Patrick. He's a great baseball caller. Uh, for some, we'll see. I mean, again, I want to hear from you at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. By the way, when we hear from you today, you've got a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Creed at the PPL Center in Allentown on December second. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Once again, that's Ticketmaster.com for the Creed tickets. Now, here's how you win today. You got to call in. In addition to talking Phils or Eagles or Flyers or Sixers, whatever we're discussing here today, uh, also hit us up for because John, back in 1903, I saw this earlier this morning on, on the internet. The teddy bear, as a child's you know toy, I guess a toy. I don't know what you call it, companion. Uh, 1903, the debut of the teddy bear. Guess, what was the teddy bear for you? It wasn't a toy. It was more like a. It's a best friend. Like, yeah. It was Ted and dog. It, Ted, it was like imaginary friend and best friend. He wasn't imaginary. Toy, all rolled into. Not imaginary. And his name was Bear. His name was Ted. Oh, if Ted. you're gonna just get it right, John, his name was oh, well, Ted, and the other guy the was other. Dog, and I still have Ted and Dog. So okay, that's what threw me up. <laughs> the dog was Dog. The bear is Ted. Got it. By the way, my sister took a photograph because she she was at my. You mom's. are not creative. No, no, no. Way. Well, first off, maybe my Bad mom job. or maybe my mom or dad named them. I don't know. Well, don't but, let your parents name your pet well, for you. Was, it's your stuffed animal. I was zero years old. It's your best I friend. I was zero when I got them both. All right, I didn't even know names. I didn't it's even know your words. Companion. Well, I could you can make it. You, you don't need to give it a conventional right. name. It's well, your best friend. All right, here, here's the deal. When you call in today, in honor of teddy bears all throughout the, the world, um, best answer to this question is going to win the Creed tickets. What makes you think of being a kid? Oh. I mean, stuffed animals is one, one answer for sure. I, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. It, it, it wasn't top of mind to me until we were talking about it 10 minutes ago. Just being in the backseat of my, my mom's car is like a, a little guy. <laughs> You know, like John said, you're the, you're the height of half a leg. 
and you're just yeah. bopping around the back seat. You're rolling. You, I mean, you're you're up against centripetal force or centrifugal <laughs> force, whatever it is. It's playing on your body. You're you're up against the sides, going around corners. It's it's. I funny. can remember having the door fly open while going around the corner and have my mom grab me. Well, that ain't good. Yeah, it, it, it was a little bit more lax. All right, John. What makes and again, everyone at two one five. Yeah, well, to say the least. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What? Makes you think of being a kid. The best answer, that which resonates the most with us as a group, that person who says it's going to win the Creed ticket. Sean, what makes you think of being a kid? The sidewalk. I th- That picture in my mind, but for whatever reason, just looking down at the cracks in the sidewalk, mm-hmm. you know, running, walking, racing. When, when I was at the babysitters every day, everyone wanted the big wheel. And, and I was like, you know what? Take the big wheel. Yep. I don't need your big wheel. I'll go faster than you without your big wheel. Watch this. And I'd try to run as fast as I could. I just wanted to run, but the sidewalk was my path to running. Look, there's going to be so many nostalgic answers said today. Rhea, when yeah. you think of something that makes you feel like being a kid or, or being a kid, what, what hits you? The wood-paneled station wagon. The wood-paneled station so, yeah. We would sit in that, and they had the ones with the back seats yes. where like, the yes. seats faced each other. Yes. You know, and I came from a big family, so we would all be piled in there. Like John said, no safety belts, nothing. Yep. And the back window open, and you it's know, true. Uh, it was it was. It, uh, I saw a new station wagon on the road the other day, and it reminded me of it's it. It's a great answer. The facing each other thing in the back of a station <laughs> oh, wagon. Wow, so true. The face now, and, and and the panel thing. Yeah. Like we actually yeah. we had a. It, I think it was a 1976 Ford Pinto mm-hmm. station wagon with the wood paneling <laughs> yes. that was stick, and oh, we had wow. a Britney Spaniel that was a great hunter. You know, back in mm-hmm. Mechanicsburg, my dad would go hunting all the time for birds. Yep. And that dog would get sick every time he would take her in the car. She puked down into the transmission. Good the God. stick. The stick itself. Good Lord. To where we had to get rid of that Pinto. The the wood-paneled Pinto, we had to get rid of it because it, sp- it smelled like Britney Spaniel well, that's puke. horrendous. <laughs> Wector, wow, when you- that brings up memories, huh? Wector, when you think of something that makes you think of being a kid, and by- this is going to be generational. I mean, Joe's so old, he's going to yeah. tell us about, you know, pre-electricity. <laughs> right, Creating fire. Well, <laughs> now that you're all talking, I, I thought of a uh, like a park with a big tree, and mm-hmm. I would gather the friends and all We'd go there and play freedom. So the game where you you, know, you catch everybody or rough house in the in the park. It's just gathering with friends. You know, like you just be together, play stick ball or sure. Well, 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 one answer. That's, we don't oh, need ten different. Right. Yes, there are many that different congregating, games. Yes. Yes. That yes. congregating with the other kids to play the the game. Yep. Whatever the game of the day was. You're right. It doesn't happen the way it should. Look, we're gonna get great, now. great, yeah. great answers today for what makes you think of being a kid. The best answer again. You're gonna win the Creed tickets. How do you feel about the Phils as they embark on a new campaign? Plus, we'll get into uh, some audio here. And, and a big uh, uh, shocker, frankly, yesterday from the NFL as it relates to one of the Eagles' competitors. We'll get to that and more. Judd Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. Here's what's happening at Borgata. Don't miss out on the action at Borgata's Poker Room where great cards, lucky seats, and high hands bring excitement to every player. Open seven days a week. Excitement is waiting, and you are only miles away from your happy place. Experience award-winning restaurants, exciting bars, and live music, big-name entertainment, and a spacious casino filled with your favorite slots and table games. And, of course, we will be there tomorrow, as we are every Friday. The action at Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa doesn't stop. Start planning your getaway today. Visit 
TheBorgata.com for more details. I want to tell you some big news about my friends at the Bush Auto Group. With two Nissan dealerships in Exton and Limerick, they're your top destination for any new Nissan or pre-owned vehicle. Right now, save up to $4,000 on 23 Nissan Altimas or take advantage of rates as low as 3.6% on 24 Nissan Sentras. I've been there myself, and it's a fantastic experience. Visit them in-store or online today at bushautogroup.com. And, hey, if you see me there, don't forget to say hi. I'll be the one with the fresh haircut. Brought to you by Window Nation. Sixers fell to the Heat 109-104, head into the break, fifth in the Eastern Conference at 32-22. and 22. It was a back-and-forth affair, 21 lead changes, 15 ties, Sixers, though, faltering down the stretch. Two key offensive rebounds by Miami helping to seal the deal for the Heat. Pitchers and catchers worked out of Philly spring training in Clearwater. A Zach Wheeler confirmed his agent and the Phillies are talking about an extension. It's not all about the money to me either. Um, you know, it took less to come here and uh, be in a good spot and be happy and my family be happy. So, you know, I, I do want, what's the right word? I, I do want what I feel like I've earned, I guess you could say. Window Nation, save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, no payments for 24 months. WindowNation.com. Mix of sun and clouds early, then cloudy, high 41. It's currently 28. To listen to 94 WIP, just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Well, a pleasant good morning to all on this Thursday morning, mid-February. A day that is not normally mid-February, but it is in a leap year because you get that Feb 29. So it's uh, mid-February. We also have today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. It's truck season in Armin. Available 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on all new light-duty Armin Silverados. Together, let's drive to ArminChevy.com. Today's question. We referenced this earlier. We'll put it into a poll question. Should the Phillies dump dancing on my own because they did not win at all the last two Octobers? Or should the Phillies continue to embrace the song as their team song? Two choices here. A, dump it. B, embrace it. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. A, surprise from the NFL yesterday. We'll get to that shortly. Let's go to Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Good morning, Will. How y'all doing? I'm about to go back in the truck. We're good, buddy. Uh, Hi, Will. How y'all doing this morning? Um, good. I, you know what? I don't feel anything. I don't feel bad about the uh, Phillies run last season. Um, I think they did pretty good. They just came up a little short. But one thing I can say about this franchise that's different from all the other Philadelphia uh, mm. franchises, they're keeping these te- this team together. They're putting in a little missing pieces. But they're they're still almost the same team, and that's where I believe 
with the Sixers and the um, Eagles, that's where they're going wrong at. And also, this owner, he really he's he's about the fans. He's about winning, and he he makes a good decision. And he paid them the players that need to be paid. Well, Will, first off, in this in the Eagles' defense, and this is an important caveat. It's a salary cap football league, and you just can't keep everyone if you have so many good players. I mean, if the, if the Phillies were able to spend the same amount of money as the Kansas City Royals, trust me, the Phillies would not have this many good players. They just won't. I got you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a different deal. Sixers, obviously, we know their turnover has been about, you know, trying to find the right mix around Embiid. I mean, that's been the deal for five right. to seven years now. And, I, you know, like, I really believe uh, the Phillies – this this may be their season, man. Like that, um, you know, I, they they play hard, man. They 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 one of the, the most physical, hardest, and, and dedicated team out of Philadelphia, I believe, as of right now. I will. And we're it. in great hands too. We got yeah. we got Dave Dombrowski, who knows how to win world championships, pinning his know. ears back. Dave Dombrowski. Yeah, well, what about Rob Thompson and, and people's doubt of him in October? Like that's going to be a. That's going to be something we'll find out about this upcoming October. Is it the third straight that he makes a big old mistake, or is it Rob Thompson continues yeah, to learns. learn yeah. while he, uh, you know, goes and commits some mistakes in the postseason? I think he's a smart manager who will learn from those mistakes. He's will, better equipped to to get us there now. Will give me a big time answer. What makes you think of being a kid? Uh, cartoons. Oh, that's a good answer. Am I writing down the video type or the in the newspaper type? Uh, the, um, the video type. Yeah, that's what I first thought of when you said it. Cartoons are great. Saturday answer. morning. <laughs> yes. What happened to Saturday morning cartoons? That was the biggest thing in my world. Remember, like back, uh, yeah. well, yeah, early eighties, well. early mid eighties. Uh, the Smurfs. The Smurfs were nine o'clock. Uh, that was man. Appointment watching. For I watched every the, kid I knew. Every, I mean, I want to say almost every week. Let's put it that way. And there were tons of cartoons. Saturday Scooby-Doo. morning yeah. cartoons are no longer a thing. And I guess it's because you've got all these different channels now where you can have a twenty four seven cartoon like channel. YouTube yeah. or you, YouTube. You know what I think hurt the cartoon? The the PC element of it's too violent. Oh, definitely. Because they were ninety-five percent violent. <laughs> yes. They were they were violent. Oh, it, right. Like with without blood, they were as violent as yeah, it got. Yeah, Tom and Jerry, yeah. Bugs Bunny, All but it was it. great. Yeah. It's still funny, by the way. It, it, I mean, it was great, but I mean, it was. I'll tell you what, it, it wasn't G-rated. I'll put it that you're way. Right. I mean, if it and was kids, rated, it wouldn't be G-rated. It, you don't see stuff like that as much anymore. I, I wonder if it changes the way kids. I mean, it's got to change the way I don't kids know. perceive the world. Would you say more violence per minute in a cartoon than Terminator 2? <laughs> I would. I, I mean, guess it depends on the cartoon. I mean, I, for the most part. I, everyone made a huge stink out of the, the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones right. and the Temple of Doom back right. in the day. Right. That was sort of like the, the, the hot point where yep. everyone th- – it was like deaths per minute was at an all-time high or yeah. something like that for, for violence in movies. Yeah. And that's when – what wasn't that around when they started uh, PG experimenting 13. with the PG-13? Yeah, I, I think that led to it. Yeah. All right, so something from football yesterday that was a, a, a big surprise. Uh, John, the 49ers defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes getting canned. Yeah, how what'd about you, What did you make of that? <laughs> um, Defense what? didn't play bad in the Super Bowl. Let's see, what did I make I'll of that? I'll tell you that. 
the same concept as our offensive coordinator being fired this year here in Philadelphia. Someone had to take the fall, I guess. Steve Wilkes is the guy in San Francisco. I disagree. That's not that's not really? my takeaway on it at all. What is it? Uh, it's probably a personal issue, meaning it's probably a, a disagreement behind the scenes just on a personal level because there's nothing about that Super Bowl that spoke to Steve Wilkes needs to get fired. I mean, guys, let's remember this. The final score, what was the final score? 25-22. It was an overtime game. So yes. Kansas City scored 19 points in, a, in regulation. San yeah, Francisco but, was like right? the, the, their, their top three defense no, I know, in all but, of the NFL. But they did like their Wilkes, job. Wilkes was an unbelievable defensive coordinator. Well, then maybe they screwed up. But I they, mean, he did not like him. This was the second time. If you remember. That's what in, I mean by personal. Yeah, yeah, in overtime, there was, I don't know, two and a half, whatever, Kansas City's driving. He came out with a defense. And Shanahan didn't let Shanahan called a timeout, and you could see him like script like we're not running this defense. Wow. So he didn't like it. He went after him in in the game against Minnesota. So I agree with you on there. He did not. Those two were not on the same page at yeah. all. That's what it's got to be. It's got to be a, a relationship issue because their defense played well enough that the guy deserved to come back. I mean, nineteen points. In, I mean, nineteen points in a Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. Come on now. That's, that's clearly their defense. His <laughs> performance was not the issue. No. Let's talk to Steve. Steve, you're on WIP. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Good morning, up, Steve. Good morning, there, Steve. Hey, uh, yeah, I just uh, want to know about the Flyers. Um, Playing good hockey, my man. I think they might have saved their season the last two weeks with the rebound from the from the All Star break because we're, with right. how they were skidding and then coming out of that break, that was a really, really excellent job. Right, they, you know, losing five in a row, yep. going into the break, and then uh, coming back here, winning four, and tonight I guess they got Toronto. Yes. So, um, I'm just wondering, with the deadline coming up, you know, there's rumors about Konecki. I really hope they don't do anything with him. Well, you're talking about tra- they're going to trade him. I mean, if anything, they're going to they're going to you know maybe uh, give him a new deal at some point. But listen, Travis Konecki is going to be here for a long time. He's there's their right. he's their he le- he's their leading scorer. Right. I'm I'm really hoping that there they were do. rumors though. Yeah, they're not going to trade. What are they going to trade Travis Konecki yeah. for? Come on. Yeah. Well, Steve, I don't think they're going to go all in, though. I'll tell you that. Like, I don't. This isn't to me. This is. This is. I mean, a little tinkering, but this is not. Hey, let's gear up for a cup run. This is. Let's give this crew a chance. Do some stuff around the edges. I. I don't think that anyone would say they're ready for. You know, let's get the guy to push him over the top, kind of. Move. But don't do a sell-off. I think is no, what everybody. Gonna, yeah, which I don't think they're going to do they're, either. They're not going to do that. They'll sell some. Yeah. I don't know about that, Joe. Lawton. Lawton, yeah, Lawton's definitely a, definitely a guy. Well, who, a lot of people consider. are saying he's going to get traded. We'll say. I mean, it depends what you get back, obviously. All right, Steve, right. G- Steve, give me a big-time answer. What makes you think of being a kid? Uh, how about the snow cone man the when s- you're a kid? The snow the cone man. man. Or the ice cream man. All right, so we got two different answers there. The snow cone makes me think of being a kid more than the snow cone man. John, then he snuck in the ice cream man. That was a weird answer. He went snow cone man. What, he probably yeah. went the ice cream man. Yeah, I think ice cream man is a better answer. Well, it is, but it's not what he first said. I, I thought, yeah. Was he trying to say snow cone or the snow cone man? And then is there a snow cone man or is that just the ice cream man? Or was he saying the snow cone and then it was comma man? Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, man, what I think of man is the snow cone. But he, he inverted uh, it. Snow I didn't cone. hear pu- punctuation in that answer. I didn't either. <laughs> I, I, I poor, poor delivery on what I listen. Running to the ice cream truck 
could have been a winning answer. I think that's like a born-in thing because I don't remember ever telling, like, letting my son know about it. But I remember the first time he heard it going by our house. It's like running out there. I mean, it's, they and they can hear it from blocks away. Yeah. There you go. It's an unbelievable song. And you could have a freezer full of ice cream, and it doesn't matter. They want it from the truck. No, no doubt. It's it's glorious. It really is. 215-592-9494. Let's get to Bryce in Wilmington. Bryce, good morning. Yo, guys. How you doing? Doing great, Bryce. Yeah, so I want to uh, touch on the topic of the song. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely with you, Joe. I'm one of the guys who definitely want to keep it. Um. Like, I went to the game last year when they played, I think it was the Marlins, when they hit, like, I don't know, like eight home runs in a game or something. Mm-hmm. And then literally the whole game, the only thing I was saying to my buddy was, I can't wait to hear this song at the end of the game. Like, it just, I don't know why, but it just puts me in a mood. And it's like, I, I think it's a good thing for the team. And I think a lot of people rally around it. And I I wouldn't drop it. But as far as, like, Last season, I think I was a lot more disappointed than I was mad just because I knew that we were in a position to go to the World Series again. Well, yeah, I agree. I, I So, let me, uh, Bryce, let me read you something here. This is a poll result we had October 23rd last year. This would have been right after they lost. So, here was our poll. What word most describes how you feel today about the Phillies' loss? 48% said disappointment, disappointed. 22% said angry, 20% said sad, 10% said shocked. Yeah, yeah, that, that resonates with me. I was definitely more disappointed and sad than I was angry. Because, I, I mean, I know there's highs and lows in baseball, but it's just that one just hurt so bad just because I knew we were so much better than them. Well, you know what? So I think that is a bit of a fallacy. I don't think the Phillies were so much better than the Diamondbacks. I think that was a misconception. I mean, Bryce, one team won, and I could look it up, but one team won like 88 or 89 games, right? What did the Phillies win? Did they, did they win 90? Did they get to 90? And the Diamondbacks won like 87 or something. Like they, yeah. weren't, they weren't so much better. They weren't. Well, Everybody thought they were. Diamondbacks I wanted, were. I, think I wanted them to be so much better. Better when it mattered. I clearly, they were dominant. I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look. better. I'm gonna look that up. Diamondbacks were 84 and 78. And what were the Phillies? And the Phillies. I think they got to 90. Didn't they get to 90? Phillies did get to 90. They were 90 and 72. So 90 and 84. I mean, you know, it's not an enormous. Di- no, look, I'm not saying it's not anything. But all right, Bryce, give me an answer. What makes you feel uh, feel like being a, feel like a kid? So this 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 answer changed a lot with me, especially having kids now. But like seeing videos online of like throwbacks and all, I think Christmas time just makes me feel like a little kid again, especially having kids and seeing like that in their face and how yeah. excited Santa and all. It's a legit answer. I mean, that's a it's big, the best. That's a big answer, no question. Rob in Doylestown. Rob, you're on WIP. It happened again with the uh, Niners. They uh, in the NFL, if a team falters. There's always a scapegoat, and uh, mm. that, they don't do that in baseball. Uh, and I'm not happy with Dombrowski. Uh, I think the uh, Phillies uh, coaching staff is uh, is woeful. Uh, Taco Figueroa. And woeful. Dusty That's Watt. a word you don't hear too often in the world. Mm. Woeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to use that one more often. Rob, I like Scornful that. Scornful and woeful, woeful. Are, are big ones. 
they, they carry a lot of weight. Wow. I, they need to be uh, more aggressive on the base paths, and I don't think Paco Figueroa. Has the, no, 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 you're, you're wrong. wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong Rob. A you're tale wrong. of woe. The the Juliet and her Romeo. Yeah. Whoa is straight out of Shakespeare. <laughs> Come man. on, Rob. It, this team was a good base. Listen, Bryce Harper's got to be a better base runner. Yeah. But uh, Trey Turner was perfect. Yeah. Come on, Rob. But Rob, you you've brought this to the table before, and you were you were wrong the last time you said it, and then you're you're wrong again this time when you said it. Okay. Well, uh, I I still believe it that that their coaching staff is weak, and mm-hmm. the pitching the pitching coach is not. Uh, doesn't uh, impress me either. Uh, I think uh, Dombrowski needs to uh, dictate to Rob Thompson who the uh, coaching staff is. Okay. They did bring in two new coaches. I know they got two new assistant hitting coaches. All right, Rob, give me an answer. What makes you think of being a kid? I can't wait for this answer. <laughs> Globetrotters. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that'll work. Cool answer. So I really know the, cool. the telltale for Rob. I'm That's starting. so true, though. What? Hold on. Like, the Globetrotters really do make you feel like a kid. And I don't know if you had this experience, Joe, because you had this mysterious childhood where you never went outside and played Pretty much. with other children. Right. Normal children go outside and pretend to be Globetrotters. Like, that's that's part of what you do. You, you practice that stuff. You're trying to well, do the spin, stuff. spin yeah. the ball on your finger and do the, the yeah. moves and, you know, like get down on the ground and do push-ups while you're, you know, dribbling and – Really, like, that made me want to work on my ball skills more than, like, just basketball alone. Look, Globetrotters were all – what was the, the guy? Curly? What was it? Everything. Was it Curly, to, Curly Neal? Yeah, uh, Curly Neal was certainly, like, a huge And name. Meadowlark Lemon. Lemon. Meadowlark yes. Lemon? Yeah. Meadowlark Lemon would come on, like, Sesame Street and stuff. Remember that? Well, I think he was on uh, Gilligan's Island. I think there was an episode, I think. Maybe. Where they dropped into the island to play a game. And then you say, well, how did the Globetrotters get right. out? How does Gil get in the cruise get stay there and Globetrotters somewhere they take a yeah. plane out? Don't I- overthink it. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> 215-592-9494. Mr. Ben Davis joins us in studio coming up next. Today we're talking a lot of Phil's. Ben with us next. We'll get to a lot of audio in the 7 o'clock hour as well. What Rob Thompson said yesterday, what Zach Wheeler said about a potential new contract for him. All of that up ahead. Ben next, phone calls as well. And, again, your chance to win Creed tickets. What makes you think? of being a kid. Give us, we've gotten great answers already. Give us more at 215-592-9494. Is 2024 your year to establish fitness and wellness goals, or maybe you just want to create healthier habits? No matter what your motivation is, NovaCare's rehabilitations, physical therapists are your trusted partner. For more than 30 years, NovaCare has been the Delaware Valley's hometown leader in physical therapy, hand therapy, and sports medicine. NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients from healing aches and pains to gaining strength and flexibility and preventing injury, their clinical experts will give your body the tune-up it needs and deserves. With more than 150 convenient locations in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area, there is not a better time to make NovaCare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. They're going to get you back to work, sports life, and help you stay healthy all year long. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy, and to stay on track of your healthy habits and wellness, schedule an appointment today at NovaCare.com. The Philadelphia Phillies trust NovaCare. So can you. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy.
What a song. What a band. Jenna Cameron, John Rich, it is 94 WIP. Phil's mid-February, they start emerging from the hibernation. Soon will be exhibition games. And then in about, geez, I guess about six or seven weeks, the start of the regular season, which will happen this year in late March. Don't even have to wait to early April, late March this year for the start of the season. And, of course, through the season, before the season, after the season, and all over the season will be uh, one of our favorites, Mr. Ben Davis, who joins us in the studio for the next three hours. Good morning, Ben. Top of the morning to you. Getting pumped up? And the rest of the day to yourself, lad. <laughs> I never know. I don't know what to – I don't know. you got too many vowels in your name. I don't know. You know but I'm Spanish, Ben. See. You know, from Spain and from Mexico and all that. The Yucatan. It's so exotic. We were down in the Yucatan for three centuries, you know? But anyway, that's a whole nother matter. All right, so, Ben, uh, you getting pumped up? I am. I just just watching those guys come out of the clubhouse yesterday, hearing yeah. the click clat of the, right. the metal spikes and on the concrete and just hearing the pop of the mitt. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Pop of the mitt's a big one, right? Yeah. It, 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 you feel it. I like the pop of well, the mitt. Well, you would really feel it. Yes, I would. <laughs> I like the pop of the mitt more than the crack of the bat. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, you also get the pop of the mitt before the crack of the bat. Sometimes. Yeah. Pitchers and catchers, right? I mean, they're not yeah. hitting right away. They're right. it's it's they're pitching first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you gotta get your bullpens in, that's for sure. Yeah. So all right, Ben, a lot today early, and again, everyone can weigh in at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Some of this today obviously is a look ahead to, you know, the season. But we're also doing a little bit of a look back, uh, and a feel back, frankly, to how it ended last October where so many people had such a strong reaction to the loss. Um, some referred to it as a heartbreak, some a collapse. Someone, as far as to say, it was a disgrace. Ben, you know a lot of people were angry when that thing ended. Mm-hmm. Where are you? And, and listen, one thing I love about having you in here, you have felt all this through all the years with all four teams. Mm-hmm. You know, I referenced earlier, like, the Donovan Dock thing, that era. When I say Donovan Dock, that era, they would start a new season, but a lot of people would be like, yeah, but you guys lost in the end, the end of last year. Like, you let us down. Sixers famously, if you remember from 77, I wasn't even born, but, you know, we owe you one. Like, we owe you one. They came out, we owe you one. Now, I wouldn't say that about the Phillies, but some people think in those terms. On the emotional side of things, where are you now as it relates to last October? Are you over it? One thing, and as we had Ash Wednesday yesterday, (laughs) one thing I'm not good at, I'll be the first one to tell you, is – Water under the bridge. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I I tend to hold grudges longer than I should. It's something I need to get better at. I'll be the first one to tell you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still disappointed because it was in the palm of their hand to get back to the World Series, and you just can never take that opportunity for granted because it's so stinking hard to get there. And they had they had all the the pieces that fit, and they just didn't do it. And they had two games in hand here at home. They scored three runs in games mm-hmm. six and seven. And with their health, meaning they were very healthy, they really could have won the World Series. Yeah. I mean, they, they were set up. Bryce was healthy. The pitching staff. Everybody was healthy. And that's everybody the part was healthy. I'm trying to get over. It's, <laughs> I'm trying to get past that. And mm. yesterday was a big part for me to getting past that because it's a new year. So it's, uh, you know, I, I wonder, and this, this is a good question for you, Ben, as a catcher. Kimbrell was the offending, uh, you know, Problem mm-hmm. last postseason. 
clearly they weren't bringing him back. JT was a big part of Kimbrell failing in, in those moments. I, I know it's Kimbrell, but, you know, JT's a part of that, that package, that battery. You know, how hard is it to move forward for the catcher who experienced that, you know, downturn? Is John right on that? Because I don't get that sense. I mean, I JT never... didn't, he didn't throw the ball. Yeah, I, I mean, I, all we do is make suggestions. Yes. You know? That's, <laughs> ah, there we go with the catcher's take. <laughs> okay. The, the guy on the no, mound. That's, no, that, if that's how it's – like, no, I don't know. No, but having said that, you still take some onus in the fact that, okay, that was my suggestion. He agreed to it, but yet he didn't execute it. That goes on me as well because he didn't execute it yeah. because of my suggestion. Sure. So it's kind of like, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, but it's – you never it's, – it's more of a team thing, I think that you look at it like we all failed mm-hmm. and um, you, you try and move on. So JT doesn't have more baggage than your average. I, would, I wouldn't say guy because of the position that he's playing because of the involvement. I'll in tell you who's got lingering no, baggage. Is Rob Thompson's got lingering baggage. I think so. Because he put him in the game. Sure. That's the guy that's got lingering baggage. But as I think that'll help him moving forward. You know, that lingering I'm baggage sorry. is a positive because he, I don't think he'll make that mistake again. I don't know if in that identical situation, but there's never going to be an identical situation. No, there won't be. Forward is what makes it. Well, so look, tricky. let's let's mix a lot of calls in here. We we want to hear from you as the fills are cranking it up again. Um, we're beginning the process of, um, as it relates to last year. You know, sort of, are you over it? Or are you ready to sort of move on? Or, or is there? You know, another thing I wonder. I really, this is a big one. I wonder will fatalism. As a Philadelphia sports fan, reemerge. Because it was a defining characteristic, I believe, for most of us for many decades. The expectation that our team would lose in the end. And then the Eagles won a Super Bowl in 2017. And, you know, there, there, was, there was more positive vibes going on. And, like, uh, let me put it this way. When the Phillies were marching in 2022 postseason, there was a lot of people convinced, oh, we, 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 they got this. We got this. Like, they're not going to lose. They're not going to lose. When the Eagles were marching last year, Certifiable, not going to lose. I'm talking 2023. Excuse me, I'm talking 2022. Like, not going to lose. I mean, Mahomes was on the other team, and we didn't even essentially concede the concept the Eagles could lose to him. Like, for most of us. And then you get to the, the, the Phillies last October, and once again it was like, yep, they got it. And I wonder now if it, if, if it, it starts switching a little bit. Because with the Sixers, there's fatalism. Sixers can win in the first round. Let's say Joel's healthy. Sixers can win. Most people are going to think they're going to lose in the second round. It's what, it's what they do. So the Phillies were on the climb up, which is, I got to tell you, of everything in sports, other than the championship, I am convinced that the climb up is the, is the second most fun thing in sports. House money. I haven't seen my team let me down in the postseason yet, or at least only once. But I remember when Donovan lost to Tampa Bay in 2 the climb up was over. And fatalism started setting in. And like, yeah, my team's going to blow it in the end. And I wonder where we are as Phillies fans, as Philadelphia fans, within that topic there. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Ken and Cinnamonson. What's going on, Ken? Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing well, Ken. You know, you you had the Juice Newton song, and, and Joe's doing a great job of playing the uh, the bumper music coming back in. But you had the Juice Newton song uh, earlier this morning, and and I was like a think, thinking, functioning human being when that song was on the on the radio. <laughs> but when I heard it this morning, the first thought that came to my mind 
was the opening sequence of Deadpool, which is about the funniest uh-huh. three minutes of, of film in the history of film. So uh-huh. it, it, it's a matter of perspective, I guess. Um, I so. Do they use that song for that opening scene? I didn't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That is an incredible scene. I mean, one of the most graphic and intense scenes ever. I did not make that connection. And and it's so fitting. It is so opposite end of the spectrum. That's what makes it fitting. Yeah. Yeah. If you get four minutes, go back and just Google the opening credit scene (laughs) this morning, and it'll make you laugh. It'll make you laugh hard. Um, I was never mad at the Phillies last year. I, I mean, I've I've been a season ticket holder for 19 of the last 20 years. Um, I felt bad for those guys, but I, you know, I can't bring myself to anger over you know professional athletes that are doing the best they can and and fail. Um, you know, because everybody fails, and when I fail, there's usually nobody watching. Um, when they fail. You've got everybody talking about it on WIP the next day. And, you know, you always know that can happen in baseball in a short series like that. If you get a a bad week uh, where your bats just go cold in the middle of July and and nobody's hitting, you know, you just – you break out of it. Ken, part of what made this difference, though, was Rob Thompson's decision because there's effort, but then there's decisions. And he made a decision that, to me, was boo-worthy. Well, as you know, um, that was my biggest question about the Phillies coming into the season yeah. last year was that, was that I never really have had a ton of faith in Rob Thompson's in-game decision-making. Um, and obviously he's got a great rapport with the guys in the dressing room, and, yeah. and, they, and they like him and they respect him and, and believe in him. But, um, I, you know, he made some really bad decisions in the, in the World Series. I mean, obviously you go back to taking out of course. Zach Wheeler in game six, right? So. Um, that was always my question mark, but he has said um, since that, that he's learned from some of these things. And, you know, I, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, like that the, any other human being, you know, he has room for growth and, and room and has an open mind to listen to people when they say, well, maybe you think about it a different way. So when I saw just for a second, I saw Ranger Suarez in camp yesterday and he was throwing, which, which hasn't been the case for, uh, for, for a couple of years now, because he, he's had visa problems. Right, getting, yep, right. You know, uh, to me, that was like, boy, now this is a better start than the last couple of years, because we got Ranger in camp. Yeah. And, you know, Bryce Harper is going to be here and healthy, and I'm, I'm sure they'll keep him bubble-wrapped until three days before the season starts. All right, Ken, give me an answer here for what, what makes you think of being a kid. Um, well, they say the sense of smell is the closest sense linked to memory. Wow. And uh, when I walked outside last night, uh, one of my neighbors had the fireplace going, and I could smell the chimney smoke, and it just took me back to when I was a kid, and I used to love that smell when I was a kid walk, uh, going outside to play it's with a, my friends. It's a good answer. That it really is, is. That's an awesome answer. Yeah. So evocative. It does tie in. I could just I, I imagine the cold. I imagine seeing my breath. I imagine throwing that football up in the air with all of my other friends around, and we're yep. all going and trying to catch it and tackle one another with that smell of smoke in the air. It's good stuff. Howard yeah. Askin today at 8 o'clock. He's down in Florida, spring training, so we'll talk to Howard about what's going on down there. Also, what was said yesterday, notable comments from Rob Thompson, from Zach Wheeler on the contract negotiation. Jordan Schultz, who had that report on Hassan Reddick and talked to him two days ago, what he said to Joe and Hugh yesterday, all of that and more up ahead, including the calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, 
It is 94 WIP. You can't control the weather, 50s over the weekend, 26 right now, but Horizon Services ensures your home is warm all season long. Their expert technicians recommend getting your heater checked now. They'll inspect your system, they'll listen to your concerns, and they'll guide you to the right solution that optimizes your system's performance. Horizon is always available. They've got same-day, 24-7 capability, and to get you through the rest of the season, they are currently offering $50 off any repair. And if your system is in need of a replacement, Horizon's experts can install a new system as soon as tomorrow. Plus, you can earn up to $1,500 back on a new heating and cooling system, and easy financing is available. Book your visit online at horizonservices.com forward slash WIP. All right, good morning to all. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. We got Ben Davis in studio, and spring training is on for the Phils. No, not all players. Hitters, uh, I don't know, maybe there's a few select hitters there, but they, they got a few more days. But pitchers and catchers doing their thing. You know, one thing we're discussing today, Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, with Armin offering the highest quality certified pre-owned vehicles in the Delaware Valley. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Should the Phils dump dancing on my own? Because they didn't win it all the last two Octobers. Or should the Phils continue to embrace the song as their team song? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. A, dump it. B, embrace it. I'm an embrace it guy, but a lot of people last November. I am November, not an embrace it guy. Really? No. You're a dump it? Yeah. You're done. I'm done with it in large part. Not just not just that it hasn't worked. You hurt uh, my heart. Because hurt it my has heart. worked hurt in bringing the team together. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's time to move on to something else that can bring the team together. Mostly because I don't like the message. I don't like the message of this dancing on my own. Somebody said you got a new friend. Does she love you better than I can? You know, like it's kind of like you lost. You're you're standing in the corner. Well, you're you're the watching yeah. others Make enjoy out. the life that you wish you had. Like I don't want to be. I I don't want to be that person. Yeah, I want to go. But it makes me happy. The day it makes me happy to see Bryce Harper celebrating to that. That's that's what I love. Okay. I. I agree with you. It does make me happy to watch Bryce celebrating and the team celebrating to that. But now this is a new season. They did that for two years. And I I felt like last year was a mistake carrying it over. Well, remember, they didn't initially. They brought it back. Yeah. Like in June when like when they were whatever they were, 22 and 29 or whatever, instead of 21 and 29 the prior year. And they're like, all right, let's go. Let's bring it back. And then, boom, they took off. Ben, should they dump it? Should they embrace it? Ah. I'm kind of indifferent to it, but it hasn't worked in two years. So. You're done too. Yeah, I, I, I think we can move. What's wrong on. with you, fools? But if they keep it, <laughs> I, it's not gonna, it's not gonna ruin my day. I'm in the corner watching you. Oh my kiss god, you're her. reading too much into the lyrics. It's about yeah. the, it's about the music. It's, it's about, about the feeling. I'm yes. not the guy. I right, where are you? Home. Keep, keep her dumped. I'm a hundred percent with you. It's their song. I mean, you just can't. The, the song kind of pick them. It's not like they, they just were playing it because. They like the music, not necessarily the lyrics. Well, let's find out where people are at on this. Because really, while I care about the Twitter poll question, I want to hear from you on the phone lines. To keep or to dump dancing on my own, what it represents related to the past, related to this era, potentially related to the future. Where do you stand? 215-592-9494. And then, of course, the bigger, broader point today. How do you feel as a Phillies fan, given the last two Octobers, the joy that we experienced, the pain 
that we experienced with the crash and burns. Does does the pain of how the Phillies thing ended, are you less angry at them when you see what a crash and burn can really look like when you see the Eagles? I mean, the Phillies lost four or five and two in a row in a sport in baseball where the worst team can beat the best team three in a row. I mean, that's baseball. That can happen in baseball. What happened to the Eagles should never happen. Seven with yeah. death march. I mean, a team that's 10 <laughs> and one should never, ever lose, what was it, six of seven or seven of eight, whatever it ended up, and then basically, you know, dead on arrival in a playoff game. Like, that should never happen. Let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on all this? Eric in Royersford. Good morning, Eric. Morning, guys. How you doing? Doing well, Eric. Um, my thing on the Phillies is I think – I know Dombrowski's going to do something to make, to make us better, whether it's before the season or at the trade deadline. I just look at it as the core of our team last year was in the World Baseball Classic, and they had it ramped all the way up to the high point and then dropped back down for meaningless spring training. So I think everybody being in camp together, everybody's healthy, Bryce is healthy. I think everybody being together and and starting off strong, I think that's the way to go. Well, it should help. I mean, look – Two years in a row, though, Eric. So last year can't be explained just on that. Let me tell you this. Zach Wheeler, who I'm a huge believer in, won him signed, that whole deal. I mean, probably his worst stretch as a Philly, we could look it up, but I feel pretty confident his worst stretches of a, as a Philly was the first month or two last year. I mean, he was he was shaky. He was like a mid-four guy there for, for a few weeks, and then he got his act together, and then he became the dominant pitcher for final four months. But And as you pointed out, Bryce, was, hmm. Bryce didn't even play in the beginning last year. Trey didn't hit. Yeah, last, last two years or whatever. Um, is it two in a row he didn't start off? I can't even remember 2022. 2022. I think he was healthy coming he off the MVP. Yeah. Was, yeah, he was healthy. But then at some point he got the – was that when he got hit in the face? He got hit in the face. Yeah. And then his, hit right. in the hand and also? It, that was, that was oh. the same play. Yeah, it was the same play. Oh. That was awful. Holy mackerel. All right, Eric, give me an answer here, man. You can win Creed tickets. What makes you think of being a kid? Well, it's not so much what makes me think of being a kid. It's where my childhood ended. So, growing up, it was every morning before school, 6.37, 7.30 was GoBots, G.I. Joe, and Transformers. Ooh. And then the damn Transformers movie came out, and in the first 20 minutes, Optimus Prime's dead, and Starscream gets disintegrated, and it's been traumatic. I'm 48 now, and it still shakes me. <laughs> Wow. You got it, man. Hey, Transformers were so massive. More than He's 48. I'm 49. Transformers were everything. They were big. When I was in elementary school, like fourth and fifth grade, 1984, 1985, my world revolved around them. And the the, the, the commercials, everything was pointed toward, like everyone wanted the Transformers. And the GoBot. He mentioned the GoBots. Mm -hmm. Remember the GoBots? Absolutely. They were like smaller, crappier Transformers. That actually came first. They came first, yes. And, uh, man, they paled by comparison to the greatness of the Transformers. Can I make but a, they were good, too. John, I want to make a recommendation for your life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we all have, you know, we care about each other around here. By the way, Life Advice with the Hammer at 9.15 today. Get this scenario in, Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. What do you need help with in life? I'll try to steer you some good advice. 9.15 today, a little Life Advice with the Hammer. John, let me give you some unsolicited life advice. If this... Sports radio thing doesn't work out for you. And I think it's going quite fine for you. So I, my expectation is things will continue to roll on. But let's just say, God forbid, something. Well, it was supposed to be 37. 37 years. 
And by the way, next Tuesday is our one-year anniversary of this show. And we are now seven and a half years into you, me, and James together. Yeah, so we got 29 and a half years left. Mm -hmm. But here's my point. If it ever goes awry, cancel culture, whatever, you're you're out. Mm -hmm. Um, You should be like Tom Hanks and Big. You should be the adult that goes and works in the toy section of a kid's store. Because your enthusiasm. That would be amazing. You'd be great at it. Oh, no, that that's exactly what I want to do. I actually. I believe it. You could do it but well. But doesn't everyone want to do that? No. That's the key. No, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Really? No, you have an enthusiasm for it that would make you exceptional. But most normal adults would want to return no. to the childhood. And, no. I don't know. No. I don't know and about that. play. Re- no. No. I miss Toys R Us. One of my favorite places to go to. Holy then cow! We got two two Toys votes yes and two now. Back in Mechanicsburg, yeah. th- they opened a new Toys oh, R Us. When I was in elementary school, it was the greatest thing in the world. Yes. Holy oh, cow! Like that's a warehouse of toys. Well, I'm every just, toy you can imagine. Look, those that in Kitty City were pretty cool. Oh yeah, very, yeah. Very Kitty cool. City cool. too. John, I, I got to tell you, next on the the my nightstand, there's two drawers in the nightstand. I have a Generation One. Jet fire transformers. Jet fire. Yes. Is that the one, the the, the white one, the yes, white and red the, one? Yes. That was like a limited edition, yeah, made I, out of metal. Made out of metal. It is in my nightstand currently. I had it. I took it out and reassembled <laughs> it the other night. The whole. Wow. I put it. Made it from the plane to the robot, yeah. and then I put it back to the plane and put it back in my That's nightstand. That's so cool. Yeah. This was this was two nights ago. Oh my gosh! You know what? I I'm gonna order some transformers. <laughs> I need to get a jet fire. Yes. I wish people I could see John fire. right now. I just now. looked hey. it up. It's $600 pre-owned. I, wow. No way. That's what it says. Oh, man. Yeah. I traded for that. I traded for jet fire. Mm-hmm. I traded a Grimlock and a Slag, which were Dinobots. <laughs> this guy. So those were really cool. This Dinobots. I don't even know what's being discussed right now, but John's, John's going crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's listen to uh, Rob Thompson because, of course, with the Phils back together, at least part of the team, pitchers and catchers, he spoke yesterday on the mentality this spring and for this season. Then he kind of veers into some other stuff as well. But here's Rob Thompson yesterday. Well, I know that there's a whole bunch of guys in there that are motivated, and we don't have everybody yet. But um, I just think we're very talented. I think these guys are motivated. They've had two years of, of tasting it, and now they want to they want to take a chunk out of it and swallow it, you know, and eat it. Um, I think that's really the only thing, and, Again, I'm I'm not really looking at anything right now other than just staying healthy for the first five days, first week, and get into the games. I always say there's three times a year that that really scare me, and that's the first week of spring training because uh, the intensity level goes up from the off season. It's the first week of spring training games, intensity goes up, and the first week of of uh, regular season games, intensity goes up. So. We really have to keep our feet underneath us and, and keep people healthy. Now, let me say this about the motivated thing. It's, it absolutely is a good thing, but it doesn't mean they're going to go further than they did. And I've seen enough sports to know that. I mean, I would think the Sixers would be more motivated in 2020 after they lost in 2019 and 2021 after they lost in 2020 and 22 after they lost in 21. And same thing could apply to the Flyers' era of, of – you know, the Lindros years, you know, you lose in the playoffs, I come back more motivated. You lose in the playoffs, I come back more motivated. You lose in the playoffs, come back more motivated. Um, I mean, in the end, to me, it's nice, but it's not going to be a determining factor. 
I mean, it's really not. I mean, what's going to be a determining factor is are they healthy? When push comes to shove and some guys are in big spots, do they hit the ball? Do they pitch well enough? Do they play good enough defense? Does Rob Thompson – I mean, motivation is going to have nothing to do with whether Rob Thompson actually makes the right decisions this October. And I don't want to shortchange the many quality decisions he made the last two Octobers, but the reality is the last two years, he killed them. He killed them in the crucible of, of, of the situation. I mean, the decision to pull Zach Wheeler and the decision to put uh, Craig Kimbrell in a game four were – they were season-altering – disastrous decisions. And that has nothing to do with motivation. I need him to, and I love Rob Thompson, but he's got to, he's got to be better in those moments. That was a disaster. Now, John, from your, from your perspective, I and mean, you're a guy that dealt with getting close many times. No, I mean, God bless you. Seriously. You were on good teams. You're a good player. You dealt yeah. with it with the Raiders. You dealt with it with the Eagles. How much of a positive do you think it is for the Eagles? Or when you hear me say, excuse me for the Phillies, or when you hear me say, I don't put much stock into it. Cause I don't, I mean, I would. You think, don't put much stock into getting close, getting there. It, it, not really. I, I don't understand how you can't put stock in that. It really is a different season. It really is a, a different seen, level of play, a brand of baseball, just like it's a different brand of football in the postseason. Being there matters. Being there makes you better at playing baseball. Being there makes you better at playing that style of baseball the next time you get the well, opportunity riddle, to be in the riddle, postseason. Riddle me this one, Batman. How do you explain the Phillies in 08 winning the World Series in their second trip yeah. and then in 09 when they had a better team going less far, I 2010 guess. when they had a better team than that going less far, and 2011 when they had their best team in that five years getting knocked down the first round? Yeah. Makes just, no sense. That's why you just got to keep striving to get back. Keep well, that's back, right. and when you're there, hope that it's all hot and, and working at, at the right time. Uh, that didn't happen last year. Uh, I believe this team has that capability to, to well, get they do. there they do. and they to do. be hot when they get there. So, like, that's so, what we're going for. So to the, or to the Braves. You want to talk about a motivated that. team. I understand that. Right, and the ben? Braves are probably a better team than we are. That's right. We're, we're expecting that they will probably win our division. But we will get to the postseason, and we've got that opportunity because we're built the way to, we're built to win with the way we swing. Ben, I saw your face come alive when I mentioned the Braves. What goes through you when I just said that? The best player in the world, Ronald Acuna Jr. I was telling someone last night. I said he's the best player on the planet, and they said, "What about Otani?" I said, "Otani's not pitching this year." Right. Ronald Acuna Jr. is the best baseball player on the planet, and he scares me. Let me ask you this question, Ben. Is there a better chance the Phillies win the division than people? Like, look, they're not even close to being a favorite to win the division. The Braves are significantly the favorite. Mm-hmm. But could the Braves' regular season success the last two years, or more of the years than that, but let's just talk about the last two, major, major regular season success the last two years for the Braves, tremendous postseason failure the last two years, mm-hmm. do you think the Braves will dethrottle a little bit in the regular season? not go pedal to the metal, and does that open up a window for the Phillies to have a better chance to win the division than maybe odds makers think? No, I don't think they'll de-throttle. Um, I, I just think their, their player, their personnel, is that it won't allow them to do that. And so you think they're that great? They are good. They're very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, and, they're great. I mean, they, yeah. to a man, they're, they're really good. And they got Chris Sale this year. They just picked him up. Um, and, again, I you know, they can beat you in a lot of different ways. They're really good. You know what's incredible when they won really that World good. Series without Acuna? Mm-hmm. You know, and we're going back three years now, but when they won when he was out for the year, that was something. Yeah. Let's go to John right now. John, good morning. 
Good morning from Central Florida, where it'll be 81 degrees today. Wow. Nice. How and humid, John? Zero. You're kidding. What a gorgeous no, day. It's, it's, you know, look, I live here now after my life up there, but we go through four to five months of absolute hell to enjoy days like this. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And uh, I got to say that after, you know, between October, November, December, and, you know, the, the, the Phillies going cold, the Eagles going up in flames, and Bede's knee breaking down, I need a, re- I need a revival. So tomorrow I'm going over to Clearwater. Um, I don't care if they're just doing jumping jacks. I don't care if they're just like, I don't care if they're just unloading their bats and baseballs. I, I don't even care if they're just there for a team picture. I, I got to see some. I got to be revived, and then it starts tomorrow because this weekend's gonna be uh, actually kind of wet. I don't think they're gonna be playing much. That's fine, so, man. So I got to get out there. Um, I had a question for Ben. Um, ben, last two times, the last two years, we have died because the team's gotten cold at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Has the organization and Topper come up and considered the idea of going a little bit old school and learning the old customary uh, theory of manufacturing runs? Yeah, I I think you have to look at, again, the personnel. This ball club is not meant to manufacture runs. They're meant to hit the ball out of the ballpark. And, you know, this is a team that's built on, as Thompson always says, Rob Thompson always, it's built on slug. These guys are meant to slug the baseball. Um, I, I do think that getting back to some of the basics uh, definitely would help them. Um, but I, I think this team is only going to go as far as the starting pitching is going to take them. Uh, I still think there's going to be a move to be made by Dave Dombrowski with starting pitching. And, you know, obviously the bullpen needs to come up bigger as they, as they should. Um, but, I, you know, I know that's a, a textbook answer, but it is true. I, the bullpen has to be better. And starting pitching is going to take them as far as they can go. I don't understand why. If we just were able to lay down a bunt or two and, and get some guys on base, we would have been able to win and go to the World Series. But anyway. I don't think um, it's that simple, John, just for what it's worth. I, 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 I guess I'd like to see him do a little bit more of it. But to something Ben started his answer with, like, that's just not in Kyle Schwarber's bag. It's probably not in Cassianos' well, bag. It's really not what you want Bryce Harper to do. Uh, look, Trey Turner provides more of that certainly than they had in 2022, 2021, 2020, and further back. I mean, he gives you some of that. I think Stott is improving at that. So you have some back control there with Stott. I mean, I don't think there is zero. I think the perception that they don't manufacture any runs is inaccurate, frankly. I do think well, Rob Thompson will take a different strategy with, when it comes to the lineup. I do Hammer, think there's going to be you some. Said it. You said it three runs in the last two games that killed us. Yeah. So I know. There's yeah. got to be something to be said for that. Yeah. But, but, um, but, but, John, remember this. Like a million runs in the games before that. So, you know, sometimes that's just baseball. Sometimes you go cold. I mean, Babe Ruth would go 0 for 4 sometimes. I mean, Ted Williams yeah. was in one World Series, and he did not bat well in that World Series. I forget what it was, but it, it was a bad batting average. But Barry Bonds, for the first whatever it was, five or six playoffs, had a bad batting average. He just did. Then, then he turned it up in that 2002 run. But, like, my point is, in baseball, small sample size. When the Dodgers got bounced out last year, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman had three hits combined. Right. So are they supposed to get rid of them? Combined. Are, are they supposed to ask him to change how they play baseball? I mean, you're talking about two of the great players in pro baseball. Right. So that's it's just it, sometimes no, but, it but happens. When, you're, when you're getting shut down by a mediocre 
Diamondbacks bullpen. Yeah, John, you know what uh, they you, also you gotta learn to, they you gotta needed learn to manufacture maybe bullpen. they also needed a better bench. I, I think that was one of the. I think it's an it's under the biggest thing they didn't do this offseason. They haven't. They haven't done. And it. I'm disappointed by that because yeah. that's where it. You know, them all going quiet at the same time. You needed somebody. Like literally, there were times it was like just well, a single hit. And here's the deal: you think to when they won an eighty, and you think to when yep. they won an 08, and they got dense oh, production. Whether it was Matt Stairs Homer stuff from Greg Gross, I mean, they had they had stuff in eighty. I mean, eighty they had Moreland off the bench, they had Lonnie Smith off the bench, they had 08, they had Dobbs off the bench. Like they did There's not, it. they did not have that last year, and that hurt them. John, give me a big time answer. What makes you feel like being a kid? Well, I don't know if they're going to have the confessions open this weekend, but um, I, Hammer, I don't know if you remember, but uh, I always go into the ballparks and get the ice cream and the little batting helmet. Oh, sure. The little little batting helmet helmets take me back to when I was ten, so we're talking like the late seventies. Yep, great I'd answer. Come back from the vet, and we would buy those like plastic batting helmets, <laughs> yeah. them in the backyard, doing one-on-one baseball, and like. You know, whoever you had on, if you had on, the, like, the Astros helmet, you had to, you know, take a swing like Jose Cruz. Sure. Reggie Jackson. Remember those days? Uh, first of all, I, really lo- cool. I loved Jose Cruz. Let me just say that. John, good call. John, hold on. Hold on. He's oh, gone. You, you He's hung gone. up on him? Why was he calling you Hammer, like, in conversation? Like, why was he addressing you he as Hammer? Sign of respect. No, that is messed up. And and if that happens <laughs> that again, <laughs> really, I mean, that's a problem. That We need to talk to him. Well, we need to talk to John, John, tell John about to the back. mistake he's making <laughs> in addressing you right, that let me way. See if, that let me, was absurd. Let me see if this works. Did you hear? Did, yes. Did, did you hear what he did? The casual nature. Yes, what I did What was hear. going on with that? All right, John. Ben, this... did that not sound disgusting to you? It sounded like they were long-lost friends. It did. we got to see where John went to high school. Maybe he was a St. Joe prep guy. <laughs> All right, let me see if this drop works. We, we've put this one on the drop board recently, but we haven't played it yet. This is when Jaws cursed, and we had to bleep it out. <laughs> let me see if this works. I don't even remember quite what the phrase is, but maybe John thinks this was. And people know when it's bullshit. Okay, so, John, that's what you think the last call was. <laughs> let me try that again. That was. And people know when it's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> that was crazy. I was here that for was that. crazy that because was like... Jaws was just kind of like, yeah. Very nonchalant. What's the problem? <laughs> he didn't even know he cursed. No, no it was, yeah. He, he was so worked up. Like, he was so troubled. Or, or, it was, yeah. Funny it went stuff. over his head. Let's let's listen. To, but I, I enjoy the, the guy there, his casual reverence. Yeah. Good, good job uh, by I him. I did not casual enjoy reverence. it. And I would love <laughs> oh to talk to God. him about it. If anyone else wants to revere me, please do. 215-592-9494. The Hammer! I'm just kidding. Wechter. Wechter with his <laughs> drop from the other day. All right, let's listen to, um, you know, the the um, situation with Hassan Reddick obviously uh, goes on. Not traded, not signed. And, and this will take some time. I'm sure this will go into March. Jordan Schultz, who had the report two days ago after he had spoken to Hassan Reddick on Tuesday, was a guest yesterday on Joe and Hughes' show. Um, and he, he provided some additional perspective on the Hassan Reddick situation. Here's what he said. I think when anytime you see that a player, especially one of his caliber, an all-pro player, uh, is granted permission to seek a trade, I think the perception is is that that player asked for it. And I think it was really important to Hassan that he let Eagles fans know, that he let Philly know, listen, this is home for me. I played here. At Temple, I grew up here. I've cherished my time being an Eagle these last couple of years especially. But I didn't request the trade. But I think on the other side, you know, Philly, Philly has every right to do this. This, this is there, There's no bad blood. I mean, they did this last year with Darius Slay. They obviously brought him back. And I think 
Hassan was very clear when we spoke yesterday at length that I understand this is a business. I have no ill will toward the Eagles. And I think as a result, both sides are operating under the, under the guise of, okay, there might, there's a possibility that Hassan's going to get traded. We certainly are going to give his agent, Tori Dandy, the opportunity to see what's out there, and then we'll go from there. Good, good reporting there from Jordan Schultz with the personal conversation with Hassan Reddick to provide that perspective that Reddick really wanted to make sure people know he has not and did not ask for a trade. Here's what we still don't know, and I'd love for someone to report on this. Is Hassan Reddick going to show up to training camp if he's not signed to a new deal? Because I believe the answer is no, but it's just a guess. I mean, John, your instincts tells you what? Would he show up to Jeez. camp? Well, I mean, I, I don't think he would. I don't think he should. And then you, you look at last year, the historical precedent is that uh, he did not hold out while others did. And those guys got rewarded. Were rewarded. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I think that should bolster the probability that he will hold out I, this time. I agree. Ben, where do you stand? I, I know you've been listening the last couple of days. We've been mm-hmm. talking a lot of Reddick. I mean, he's one of the great players on the team. Old school mentality, like, the hell with the player that holds out. What are you doing? But like, then you see Bose and Chris Jones hold out last year, and mm-hmm. they get rewarded. Where do you stand on this Reddick thing? The great Teddy KGB once said <laughs> in Rounders, pay that man his money. <laughs> That's good. Pay him. You're, you're, you're talking about a, a defense that was awful last year, but he's a, he's a really good player, and they need to sign him because this defense is going to be not as good, as bad as they were last year. They're going to be worse without Hassan Reddick. What about the age 29 thing? His next game, he'll be 30. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If, eh, it's like his two years from now, instead of 30, he'll be 32, meaning, you know, two seasons thereafter. You know, what? because paying him requires a – Three or four year deal in all likelihood. I, I at, give him a three year deal. Buku, well, what if he wants four? Maybe how he is saying I'll give you a three year deal, and he said, "Well, I ain't signing unless I get four. Well, that's up. That's a, that's on them. That's on him. You know, on Reddick. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's what because what you're saying. Like, I hear you. I don't think there's anyone listening that doesn't want Hassan Reddick to get paid and retained. The question is, what if Reddick's demands are more more than well, the you know more than if they're that astronomical, then they're if they can't find a, a a meeting place, then you got to let them walk. Okay, well, well you, you you did an about face right <laughs> now. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> holy, ma- holy mackerel. If, if it's that drastic, if the if Eagles want to give him three years, he says, no, I want six years, then that's mm-hmm. that's completely different. Joe, we know in, in football you give them four, they're, they're meaningless anyway. It's it's well, really about the upfront money. That's right. It's, I mean, it's, that's honestly that's right. what it's about. That's right. That That's true. It, it is about the upfront money. And um, – and then the structure, because it also gets the thing about a fourth year it can get tricky, depending on how much money is allocated for that year. Based, it's just a whole complicated thing. But yes, I agree with you, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Look, there. I I don't think it's that tricky with with what Hassan Reddick wants. We we know he loves. Oh, we don't it know here. what he we don't know what he wants. That's where I, we, it's tricky. You're right. Wait but till Michael I Parsons know he gets wants his deal. a lot more money than what he's getting. You know what he's going to get. He's, he's set to you know, whatever, fifteen million bucks, whatever he's slotted in at. He's fourteen. Let me ask you a question. Amongst Josh. those edge rushers, right. and he's performed in the top five. Let me ask you over this the question: last Four years, whatever the numbers become, if the Eagles offer Hassan Reddick less than half, like half or less than what Micah Parsons gets. Think that'll bother her son? He's twenty-four years old. Well, that's I that's my point. Micah, that's the Eagles' point. Micah Parsons is probably going to get close to forty million dollars 
a year. He's probably going to get $200 million. He's yeah. probably going to be the first $200 million yeah. defensive player in pro football. So are we going on a per-year average? Just, just whichever way you want to slice. I mean, I'm just so telling you, I expect Reddick. Half the of that would be $20 million a year, which he's not even getting. Well, <laughs> you know, so we'll see. You, you bump him up $5 million a year, and he's half of what Micah is about to get paid. All right, look, where do you stand on the Reddick thing? I guess it's like day three or four. I don't even know what they were up to here. 215-592-9494. Plus what Zach Wheeler said yesterday about his contract situation. That's up ahead in a moment. Let's go to Jerry, the truck driver right now. Good morning, Jerry. We know you're who's pumped my, up. Who's my man? Who's my man? Me. Jerry Sucklin guy. What's up, guys? How you doing this morning? Can I can I say you just toot at your own horn? Yes. I had to give some props to my man Hammer, but I'm not going to refer to you as Hammer like the other guy because, Joe, you're my boy. I love you, and you're, 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 you're a great dude. And, John, I, I, I hope you're still looking for a woman or I hope you found one because it's been a while for you. I know you're still on the hunt. And, Ben – Yes, I, I had to call because he doesn't know how to re- he doesn't know how to respond to that. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to call because my man Ben was there today, my farmer buddy, and my thing. I'm gonna give my thing real quick. Is the fresh smell of cut grass in the early spring? When I was a kid, I remember that smell. And every time I cut, go by someplace now, I don't cut grass anymore, but. I smell that that fresh cut grass in the spring. It just brings me back to my childhood when I knew I was getting ready. To, spring was here. The farm tractors were getting ready to fire up. Ben and the, uh, the 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 smell of the fresh dirt turned over. So that's my thing. Is for when I was. I a like kid. that. Great good. call. Yep. Good yeah, answer. That's a great. That's a good one. I love the so, smell of dirt. That's a good one. Fresh it, it dirt is. and ben, grass ben, and cut. Ben, yes. you know what I'm talking about too. Absolutely. So you, you know that smell. When you smell that smell, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time. It's time to get going and get the seed sowed in the ground and everything else. So, yeah. um, my thing is, I'm so excited about the Phillies this year because I think they're gonna they're gonna do what they did last year. But I think they might exceed and finally get back to the series again. I just hope they get some pitching uh, that you know, pick up a couple good pitchers or. Whatever, but I think we got rid of some bad dirt that was there last year. Bad dirt. And Look at that. Bad dirt. You just called Craig is, Kimbrell yeah. dirt. So is Craig Kimbrell the only bad dirt? Well, him and now that Hoskins is gone, I love Hoskins. You can't call Hoskins bad dirt. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> no, no, but I was actually, I was, I was, wasn't surprised, but I hated to see him go because I really liked yeah, him. He yeah. was a, he will he be. Oh, the Brewers got a, they got a winner. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Jerry, good uh, good call there, other than you know, the, the, the dirt reference to some of the dudes. All right, let's listen to Zach Wheeler, because uh, yesterday was a big day, obviously, first time he's talked publicly in a while, uh, and he talked about the, the contract situation. And, you know, like we, we, we knew, basically, that, of course, they're going to be trying to negotiate. They haven't agreed to terms yet. Here's Zach Wheeler yesterday, big picture. Remember, one year left on his deal this year. This is it. Then he's a free agent, very similar to, well, exactly to the NOLA situation last year. Here is Wheeler, big picture on his contract situation yesterday. I think it could happen anytime. Um, honestly, I don't know if there's deadlines or anything like that. Like I said, I'm kind of just leaving that to uh, my agent and the front office to kind of settle out. And 
I'm just kind of hands off and just listening. I, I want to be paid, um, you know, kind of how how I've done, what what they expect out of me, that type of stuff. You know, it's it, like it's not all about the money to me either. Um, you know, it took less to come here and uh, be in a good spot and be happy and my family be happy. So, you know, I, I do want what I feel like I've earned, I guess you could say. But at the same time, um, you don't always get that. So um, it's just about everybody being happy at the same time. I think that's what's the biggest deal. Uh, you don't want to be miserable and being paid a lot. So, um, you know, just being happy and um, getting what you earn. You know, it was a good start there when he said it can happen anytime. That that made me feel good. I, mean, I don't remember hearing Nola, for instance, say that last spring. So I, I, I have an optimistic lean with, with the way he framed that initially. But by the way, part of this is what Ken Rosenthal said. Let's listen to Ken Rosenthal. He was on a podcast, the Foul Territory podcast, earlier this week, and he made it sound even more optimistic. Zach Wheeler is a guy the Phillies want to retain. I expect they will retain him. And at some point in March, I figure we're going to hear an announcement. Zach Wheeler is back with the Phillies. Or not back, but extended beyond this year. And you guys know how critically important I believe it is. Because if we go back to a few months ago when we ranked our top 10 players in Philly sports, and there are a lot of great ones, I had him three. Now with Hertz's decline, I bump Hertz out of two. I put Wheeler two. Two. I go Harper one, Wheeler two, Embiid three, A.J. Brown four. And you might say, well, how in the world can Joel Embiid be behind Zach Wheeler? And I'll give you a simple answer. Because come postseason time, I fully trust Zach Wheeler, and I don't fully trust Joel Embiid. Simple as that. I mean, this guy, Zach Wheeler, has been a freaking rock star. And if the Phillies had won that World Series last year, and they certainly didn't win it, not because of him. I mean, he did his job. He was unbelievable. He was rock solid every single start. So I love the guy, but it is essential to retain him for years to come. I feel pretty good about it. By the way, he talked more. Hey, hold Let's on. And, and Go ahead, the John. fact The fact he has been incredible for our team, and he's aware that he needs to continue to grow and change and evolve himself. Even though he's been the shutdown guy, he showed up for, for spring training with uh, another pitch. You know, he's planning to work more on his off-speed stuff. He Last year, he added the sweeper. The sweeper. Remember, it, it, like, I do. This guy shows up with new ideas every year. He's got new pitches every year. It never gets stale. He, we, we talk all the time about how he can adjust on the mound like a coach himself in game. He's the the, the perfect weapon. It 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 just continues to to grow. He, like, like the he's, legend he's, of this guy. Well, it's four years in a row now and two, two in the postseason. Ben, is it crazy talk for me to say he's second best in Philly sports? Not at all. He's, you said it's essential that they sign him. It's beyond essential that they re-sign him to a longer-term ter- deal. I'd take him, honestly, I, I might take him over any pitcher in baseball it, to be my, my number one guy. My every, you know, game seven of the World Series, here you go, Zach. Go give me, go give me seven, eight. Well, it's sort of like what Schilling used to have. Schilling, exactly. is, Schilling established total trust in the exactly. postseason. Yep. Which, by the way, a guy he, like Greg Maddox did, and Greg Maddox was one of the all-time greats. But correct. In the postseason, it's like hey, we're getting shaky yeah. here. And li- listening, just you know, reading through like some of the the interviews from this training camp, it, it's so exciting to me to to read Zach talking about his command. Like he's never had command like this. He's talking about how. 
he can do things now that he couldn't as as a, as a younger well, we'll pitcher. Say, like I, he's a better version of himself. I just this hope year. he stays healthy. With more in his arsenal yeah. that he's chosen to add over the last couple of years, it just keeps improving. Let's he listen. Keeps improving himself. Howard Eskin joins us in five minutes from Clearwater. He talked to Zach Wheeler yesterday. Let's listen to an exchange that Howard had with Zach Wheeler yesterday uh, with one aspect of the negotiation. Zach, it's obvious that you have outperformed your contract. And some players want to make up for that, the outperformance of their contract. Uh, does that figure in in any way to what you possibly or your agent could possibly want from the Phillies? Um, I think, you know, you, you may want that. You may think about that. But at the same time, it's, it's a business and um, you probably should get paid what you have done or what you are uh, expected to do. However, they formulate all that. I don't know the right way to say it, but um, I don't know. I mean, you get what you get paid, what you should be paid. You want market value is what you want. Market value. There you go. There it is. Look at Howard. He's got the right fra- right term for him. Market value is what he was searching for. We'll talk to the king in a couple minutes. Let's go to Ray right now in Pensacola. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, fellas. How we doing? Doing well, Ray. Um, as far as the Twitter poll question, man, you got to embrace the song, like Joe said, because at the end of the day, I'm going I'm to say something that the kids are saying today. we got to stand on business. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, you know, Zambrowski's going give, to give, give you all the tools you need to be a successful team, and if, if you don't have it, he's going out and find it. But yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's the gotta, problem he's is gotta we're gonna have a bench. bad song, Ray. No, it's we're a gonna great have all song. the all the tools we need with the wrong song. <laughs> hey, John, you're gonna hear it anyway because the people are gonna play it. Mm. <laughs> but they'll play it less if the team doesn't play it. You, you're exactly right about yeah. that, Joe. But I think I think we're listen. I think we have unfinished business. Like I said, stand on business. I think we're going back. Well, I will tell you this, Ray, and boy, people aren't gonna like hearing this on this Thursday morning, but I'll say it. Same thing I said last year, and I was right. They have a better chance this year to not go as far than to go further. Yeah, I mean, la- la- last year, last year, they got to a Game 7 in the NLCS. Now, look, they could blow past that. They could win the World Series this year. I'm not damning the season before it starts. They absolutely could win the World Series. But I'm telling you, if I had to say which is more likely, that they, they go further or less far, it is more likely that they go less far. They can't keep relying on on literally Atlanta collapsing against them. I mean, that was I mean, that's part of it. It's a great point. They've One of these years, lucky it, two years in a row. I mean, not lucky. They've played better, but what I'm saying right. is, Atlanta is a very good team. And at some point here, they're going to face the Dodgers in the postseason. Yeah. They've avoided that two years in a row. But let's be real: Atlanta and the Dodgers have been the two best teams in the National League the last two years, and the Phillies have gone further than them. Mm-hmm. Make of it what you will. All right, Ray, we got the king coming up here in a moment. Give me a great answer. You can win Creed tickets today. What makes you feel, what makes you think of being a kid? A happy meal. A happy meal. <laughs> that is a right. good one. Yeah, it's yes. not bad. Yeah, not, not a, yeah, not a bad answer. Mm-hmm. Happy meals are good. I think we're a happy days because I was a kid watching happy days, but happy meals is a good answer too. Ronald McDonald? Yes, the Hamburglar. <laughs> Who's more the cool, John? Ronald, Ronald McDonald or the Fonts? Well, the Fonz is based on coolness. Yeah, yeah but like, some people, it's, there's it's revisionist his history. Some people say now he's completely uncool. He's totally cool because he's also still cool now. I, that's my look. I think the Fonz is the coolest of all time, but make of it what you will. All right, it's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast today from the Tasty Cake Studio. You're the devil. 
And of course, every Thursday at this time, we go from one king to the next, from the king Elvis to the king Howard, who's down there in spring training with the Phils. Good stuff. Howard brought to us by the Farmer's Dog, fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Joe Wechter, great job. I mean, pulling this, pulling this, it's the first time we've heard this, Elvis. Makes me want to revisit Elvis myself. You think Joe's better on the ones and twos than Seltzer? Uh, No, they're both wonderful. Twitter poll poll question of the day. Better producer. (laughs) Better producer, Wechter or Seltzer? Or as Howard Eskin knows from 20 years ago when the king had the producer of a young hammer. Howard, you got to admit, no producer like, like, uh, hold on, like, hammer. How bad was it, Howard? I was really bad, wasn't I? Well, you were a hammerhead, and you've never been a hammer. Uh, and it's fraudulent to give yourself your own nickname. So there you go, King. You weren't, fraud- you weren't fraudulent then, but I don't know where you went down the wrong road. I was I, also Howard's producer. So did I. I also. All right, and so oh was Joe Wecker. I know. You got competition here. This is a disaster. <laughs> All of us know Howard. Right. Howard, we had, a, we had a caller refer to Joe as Hammer, just simply know, Hammer, it, with reverence in his voice today. You know, that guy was clueless that he was clueless. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right, King, so we are jealous. You're there, we're not. Give us your sense of that first full day the Phillies had yesterday. Obviously not all the players, but pitchers and catchers. And what stood out to you uh, from, from what you experienced yesterday at spring training? Well, obviously it's baseball, and I heard Ben earlier talking about the popping of the mitt. You love when they walk out of the clubhouse and you hear the cleats, and unfortunately, not enough players wear cleats anymore. But with pitchers and catchers, most of those guys will have them on. So you hear the cleats against the cement. You hear the popping of the mitt. So what are you going to learn from the first day? It's like Rob Thompson. You just want to see that guys are healthy, uh, and you see them here. There's a few, uh, a few of the everyday guys here, and I would think there'd be more because most of them are already down here. I mean, come and hang out for a couple of hours it's not a big deal but i guess you got to wait to make the grand entrance but stott was here he's an everyday guy obviously bone was here so it's good to see some of those players stott who should be your new leadoff hitter but uh beyond that uh it's uh it's nice to see it's nice to turn the page uh from in yeah. our case and we'll never turn the page from football because it's a 12 month a year discussion but to turn the page to start to get into baseball. So that makes you feel good that springs right around the corner and you, you see the players out. I mean, it, it's just, it's a different feel and it's an excitement to start and they are a good team. Atlanta's the best team in the division, but it's only a two team division between Atlanta and the Phillies and the Dodgers, but Atlanta and the Dodgers have always, always screwed up in the playoffs, or most of the time they screwed up. But right. it's good to just see baseball, and that, that's what it comes down to. Howard, you mentioned Bryson Stott should be the leadoff hitter. Is there some movement on that front that we should know about? <laughs> you know, Rob Thompson, he knows I always ask him about it, and he's going to be on with me Saturday morning. And I've got my lineup that I will present to him, which I think is a perfect lineup. (laughs) (laughs) He knows it's coming because he mentioned something yesterday about me and the lineup. And he knows it's going to come from me. And my lineup's good because, as we saw, he he had a press gathering, um, I don't know, about three weeks ago. And I had to run back over to football. And I didn't have time to, to, to debate him. 
But the reality is he says, hey, we scored a lot of runs with Schwarber at the leadoff hitter. And my question would have been, how did that work out in the playoffs? When the pitching, you know, when the pitching gets better. So I, I want to see speed at the top of the order. I, I, I don't care about analytics. I don't care about all that nonsense. If you have Stott and Turner, there's my top two. I, the rest of the lineup I'll announce on Saturday, my lineup. Uh, when you have Stott and Turner, then you have speed at the top of the order. So you can do so many different things. If I have Schwarber there, you clog up the bases, whoever you put behind him. I, I don't care about his on base because he'll get that anywhere. He'll get his fastball anywhere if they put men on base. I want speed at the top of the order. I want to see, uh, to, I want to see runs generated all the time, uh, and not just because a guy walks and you hit some home runs. The playoffs are where we in this town. We know it's about nothing. Like the regular season is great and it's entertainment and all that, but it doesn't matter until you get to the playoffs. And the game in almost every sport changes. Uh, we've seen it in basketball, and we've seen it last uh, last year in baseball. Arizona didn't have a whole bunch of home run hitters. They had guys that ran around the bases, and that's what I want to see. Uh, so, so Stott would be, I think, not my perfect leadoff hitter, but he's the best. He's the best one that they have. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go all that lefty righty nonsense, you know, <laughs> you can do that. Really, I mean, that's not total nonsense. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I have, I have a, I have a lineup. That gives you lefty righty throughout the entire order, and it's perfect, perfect. Uh, but I will present it to Rob Thompson on Saturday. How much has Wheeler outperformed his contract, and what is his market value, Howard? Well, outperform his contract. Uh, well, you know he's outperformed it because when he signed it, the numbers they change every year, especially for good quality pitchers and players. So it changes every year. Um, 118 million for I don't know how many years, Five. but he's obviously it's it's obviously it's obvious that he's worth more than that now. So as in my question yesterday is you, some players try to make up for that. Bryce Harper and that's Scott Boris. That's not Bryce Harper. This nonsense about extending his contract when he's got eight years left because Scott Boris got too excited about getting a contract done and getting the highest number, uh, and then the numbers always change. So a good point was made, and I won't say who it was by the Phillies yesterday. Well, he's, he's outperforming his number now, but what's he going to do in the last four or five years? Right. So you got to take that into consideration. Same thing with, with Zach Wheeler. Now, I was told that Zach Wheeler wants over $40 million a year. It's wow. a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Now, how many years, and are the Phillies going to – settle on that kind of number but his market value is over 35 million we know that well, when you look at what if, scherzer and verlander got howard 40, you know what, that, 42, that, that yeah that 40 is not like that. not that crazy because he's younger than those guys that's correct you know uh, I mean, like, it, could it be four and 160 sure it could be sure okay, but how many guys can they pay that's what here's an interesting thing and i think montgomery is going to end up going back to texas scott boris who is awful for baseball awful because he holds up all these free agents out there and a lot of them are boris guys you know he's trying to get another team to bite on montgomery so texas will increase their offer so he can go back to texas but that would be a fail safe in case they don't sign wheeler now one way or the other they've got to sign wheeler uh beyond this year obviously they've got to give him an extension and i don't know how yeah. uh, what it's going to take and what's going to happen but yeah market value is for is so He's going to get that. But, again, how many guys, how many players can you sign 
And I think the Phillies, and I, I again, I heard Ben earlier, and I thought they would add a starting pitcher. But right now, I think they're going to kind of wait on that. They need a right-handed bat. Uh, they need somebody. They have too many. You can't. It's like Bellinger. Everybody got excited about Bellinger. You can't have any more left-handers in the lineup. Uh, it's just too much. So I think there's some. As a matter of fact, I know uh, there's uh, there's uh, uh, some right-handers. A couple of guys that they're looking at that are still free agents that can do a lot of things and be a right-handed bat. But it won't cost you a lot of money. But again, over time, you're going to have to spend some money. But so, how much can you sure, do sure. Uh, with pitching? So that's part of Howard. It too. Let, let's get to the other big contract situation right now in Philly sports. It's it's interesting. They both have one year left on their deal, and that's Hassan Reddick. Obviously, Wheeler one year left on his deal. So right. mid February here, what in your opinion should happen with Hassan Reddick in the Eagles, and what in your opinion will happen with Hassan Reddick in the Eagles? That is a difficult question when you say should happen. Everybody wants to see Hassan Reddick back. But what number does he want? I think he wants over $20 million. Uh, It's, you know, when you get to be 30 years old, and Wheeler's in the same boat, this is his last contract. This is Hassan Reddick's probably his last big opportunity at a contract. Uh, I just, you know, it's the salary cap hits. How many years can you keep on pushing back the number when you give guys a signing bonus, which makes up for it. So I think the more I thought about it, I don't think another team is going to pay him what he wants. So he's better off staying in Philadelphia. Now, is that going to be with or without a contract? I think it's more likely it'll be without a contract, and Hassan Reddick is going to roll the dice, try to have another good year, but I think he's going to be back. And you don't think Uh, he'd hold out in that scenario? You don't think he holds out? No. On football, they, they, I tell you, the, the NFL has got it. They got it with everything, with making money, making rules, getting players to agree to it. You stay out after a certain time, you're dead meat anyway. So you can't yeah, do a you contract. Don't get a year. After a, yeah, right. You don't get, but you so, can sit out like wait, half a year to but, accomplish But, Howard, that. that does mean that he would potentially be able to sit out till like, October. Yeah, it's around week 10 or something like that. No, now, you'd you lose half your a, salary. You'd lose half your salary what? and you get fined. Right, and after I think it's July fifteenth, you can't sign a new contract uh, at that. Uh, there's something with there's some rule. Once you stay out past July fifteenth, it really hurts the player. Yeah. So it, it really, what sense does it make? It come in and play, which is kind of what he did last year. Uh, he did do it last year. Come in and play. Show him what you want. Be a good guy, and maybe somewhere early in the season you get a new deal. But I guess the moral of the story is never let the team you're playing for know that you love playing for them and you've been dying (laughs) to play for them your whole life because that was the team you cheered for as a kid. Uh, It's hey, listen, Zach Wheeler kind of slid it in. It's yesterday, and it's all about with everybody. It's a business, and it's not a sport anymore. And and that disappoints me. I mean, Ben played when it was a sport. Uh, I covered it when it was a sport, and now it's about too much about money, and it, it's just it's you're playing sports, you're you're having a good time, and you're still making a lot of money. So you know how much is it? I mean, Bryce Harper, I'll use him because he's the highest paid guy on the Phillies. It's that money will take care of his grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren. So you know how much do you need? It's all about ego and it's all about money, and I. Uh, I think there's a point where you just got to play the sport, 
And if you're good enough, uh, you'll be compensated. Maybe not what you want, but you're still hey, fourteen million. What's 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 Reddick make? Fourteen, fifteen million? Yeah, fifteen. That's not yeah. that's not it's not chump change. No, I mean, it's, no, it's a lot more, not a lot more than anybody else. Yeah, Howard, so, stay stay well, my man. Good report down there. Have a good time. We'll be listening Saturday with you with Rob Thompson. Thanks, Ken. All right, I'll go listen for the cleats and the popping of the mitt. <laughs> there you go. Stay well. <laughs> there he is, the King Howard asking. All right, coming up, what Travis Kelsey said yesterday about him. What do we call it? Bumping into. Assaulting Andy Reid. No, he wasn't assaulting him. But what Travis Kelsey said about that moment, we'll get to that. Plus, Rob Thompson, more of what he said, parts of the fills yesterday from his start of uh, spring training press conference. That and more, including all the calls. How you feel as the fills embark on another campaign? 215-592-9494. Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill. New year, time for a new ride from Lexus of Cherry Hill. The L-certified winter collection sales event is going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. Receive special finance rates on select L-certified Lexus now through February 29th. They've got over 300 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Lexus of Cherry Hill has proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989. They are family-owned and operated. On top of all that, they are veteran-owned. My friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill are now a six-time J.D. Power Dealer of Excellence recipient for the customer sales experience. Stop in. Go see Tony LaBella's great team. You'll see why they continue to be awarded this prestigious honor. Visit LexusofCherryHill.com. Lexus of Cherry Hill, family owned and operated. Hey, good morning to you on this Thursday morning. Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. We're giving away, uh, not Green Day tickets today, but Creed tickets. You got to tell us what makes you, you know, think of being a kid. We've had a lot of good kids on this date back in 1903. Apparently the, the teddy bear debuted. And that's uh, you know, right in the wheelhouse of being a kid, young kid. What makes you think of being a kid? 215-592-9494. A couple uh, random things from the world of sports. Let's address and then back to the phones. So first off, congrats to uh, Sean Couturier, Flyers captain. First time Flyers have had a captain since they traded Claude Giroux a couple years ago. Uh, Couturier now incredibly in his 12th season with the Flyers, wow. which when I read that was like, what in the world? Remember, he, he was so young when he got to the Flyers. I think he was 19 in that 2012 stretch. Um, he's had a good career. Not a spectacular career, but a very good career for sure. Injuries have hurt him. Injuries yeah. have hurt him a lot. I mean, they zapped two years in a row yep. there a couple years ago. But Couturier now the 20th captain in Flyers history. And uh, I like how they weighed it. I think it's good. To me, in, in, in hockey, it's not like just hand whomever the captaincy when a captain's gone. No, make someone earn it. And after uh, Giroux, they, they made Couturier earn it. And I, I appreciate that. Make them earn it so maybe somewhere down the road they can come and take it off while the TV cameras are rolling. Wait, 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 Lindros. Wait, wait. They took it off? Well, oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Right, I know Joe, they took I'm it right off, but that. while the TV camera rolled? Uh, they had, there were, you know, reporters and stuff were there. Wow. It was, it, that, that relationship, which is great that it's repaired, but it was yeah. pretty ugly No, I, re- I remember him losing it and yeah. uh, that whole deal, but I don't remember that in front of, in front of reporters. So there, there's one story yesterday. Lenny Dykstra, uh, a stroke yesterday. So, um, you know, obviously we, we hope for the best for Lenny and his health. Uh, we'll see where that goes. I don't think we know too much information yet, but Lenny Dykes, you're going through a health issue. Obviously the biggest thing in sports yesterday, unfortunately, was the tragedy at the parade in Kansas City. Just a 
disastrous situation. So, uh, you know, obviously hearts very heavy with that reality, and we hope for the best for the people in Kansas City. Uh, obviously there's some, some people in hospitals still struggling, and we'll have to see through the day and through the week where that situation goes. All right, 215-592-9494. A lot today on our program related to the fills, and really as we started the show talking about whether you're, you're over it from last October, meaning the disaster of the, of the end. Um, I was thrilled with the ride, and we all were. And then when they crashed and burned, there was a lot of divergent views on the end. Um, a lot of people were angry. A lot of people were sad. A lot of well, everyone was sad. Everybody was disappointed. Some people were angry. I was not angry, but I'm I'm wondering as we kind of embark here on a new season, as Phillies fans, whether we're over the end of last year. I never dwelled in in it. Um, I don't know why. I I have before with many twists and turns in Philadelphia sports, but for me, the Phillies thing was so joyous. I was able to quickly rebound and say, I can't wait till next spring training. I can't wait till next season. But I'm curious where you stand at 215-592-9490. For me, John, where would you say you are on the emotional side as it relates to a new Philly season, as it relates to two in a row where they gave us tremendous joy, Mm -hmm. but also at the end, a lot of heartbreak. Where do you stand emotionally right now in this club? I just can't wait to experience this team again. they, They have so much personality. We've grown to love them as individuals, as a team, as a group together. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. I know it hurt. I know they didn't get as far as they did the year before. And that was extremely disappointing, but I expect there'll be a better team for it. And, and I'm excited that we have Dave Dombrowski pinning his ears back, going and doing everything he can to win this team a, a world championship. But you do think they should dump dancing on my own? I do. Why? It's more of the what it's saying about us. But do you think it also represents that they lost? I think that's part See, of it. See, I think look, it represents look, the it, fun of the experience of October. And it but does. some people say it's, it it's, certainly does. it's a loser song but they it can, lost. It can, it can contribute to both. I, I think it's time. I think, I, I think we can move forward. We can find a new song if need be. I mean, that song, if it plays, I'm not going to be up in arms against it. But I do think it's time to find something new that, that characterizes this group. I so why don't have, the Eagles, change, why don't the Eagles change their fight song? Eagles, Eagles, Eagles because, fight song? Joe, no, the, because that fight song isn't <laughs> saying, like, I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. I wish I could be doing what you're doing. I'm not the guy you're taking home. I keep, di- I keep dancing on my own. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be. Third wheel? third wheel second place uh you know yeah let's let's go take it let's go win it let's go a, a different approach well all right so look season. it is our twitter poll question of the day today it's not the most important thing but it is a decision that the guys will have to make twitter poll question brought to us by armin chevrolet it's truck season in armin available 2.9 percent financing up to 72 months on all new light duty armin silverados together let's drive to arminchevy.com the question today should the phillies dump dancing on my own because they did not win at all the last two Octobers. Or do you think the Phillies should continue to embrace the song as their team song? Two choices here on Twitter. A, dump it. B, embrace it. Of course, you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Certainly, you can weigh in on the phone lines as well at 
592-9494. You know what? Andy Reid should just stick to the exact same offense that he was running here in Philadelphia. You know, the West Coast offense is the West Coast yeah, offense. Yeah, but this don't isn't change, that. Don't adapt. This right? is this is this is uh... This team can change an adapted song. It needs to. The song the last couple of years, it was great. We didn't get where we needed to go. But wasn't it it's fun in the process? Advance. Yes, it absolutely was. And it can still Yes, and I'll look back on those those uh, musical notes fondly because they did convey a lot of meaning. Now it's time to get a different song that conveys a different meaning other than I'm quietly watching as you beat me to to taking her All hand. Right. Ben Davis is the one person here that actually was in a baseball clubhouse for a good decade. Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, great baseball player. Ben, what would you do if you were one of the 25 regular fills? With this song, if if it's time for like, hey guys, we got to make a decision. What would be your vote in the clubhouse? I would say it's time to move on. The time to move on. You disappoint me. It was. It was. You it disappoint was... me, Ben. Well, you really hurt me. Good sense. You hurt my heart. Yeah. You hurt my freaking heart right there. Why do they got to move the hell on? Hey, why stop dwelling in the past? All right, why, Ben? Why? I just think it's run its course. It's time to move on. It, it didn't work. It was great while it lasted. We had a great time. Everybody, we popped a lot of champagne bottles, but. It's time to move on. What do you think they will do? I I, th- I think they'll move on. I think they will early. The question is, come October, because no one really cares about April and May, what song they play in the clubhouse. They're playing that song again the, the all quest- over Well, again. I don't know. I, they could I, embrace a new one. I don't know. I think they'll continue to play it. The, the thing is, Schwarber brought this with him. Yeah, well, that's the unknown, not yeah. unknown, but the little-known fact. The little-known fact. Correct. He brought it with him. So he's, you know, he's running with this for a while. All right. Well, let's see where you stand. Dancing to my own, something I have thoroughly enjoyed, although John's right. It's a voyeuristic song. and has very odd lyrics. But um, where do you stand on that? Where do you stand on this Phil's team? More of what was said yesterday from Rob Thompson on various issues. We'll get to that shortly. Scott and King of Prussia right now. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, team. Hey, Scott. So, first of all, First of all, let me just say, I think that Schwarber, since he brought that song in, he should pu- he should be the leader to have a public killing of it oh, in the clubhouse. No. Just to just sure. a demolishing of it to move on. Just to so they all can put it behind them and never bring that song up again. What is wrong with so all you? you I think, what is, I think what is you wrong should, with you? Joe, you, you realize it, the words. It. Think think about these words. I'm all messed up. I'm so out of line. Yeah, stilettos and broken bottles. I'm spinning around in circles, and I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, I'm right over here. Why can't you see me? Here's my deal. I need Wechter. Hold on, on, Scott. Hang on a second. I need Wechter to play the song because John keeps dwelling on the words. The the thing about this song is how it makes you feel. Wechter, crank it up. Crank it up. Crank it up. I mean, you guys really want to dump this? This makes me so happy. This makes me so happy. I want Schwarber to go in there with swords, with with uh, with baseball bats, and I want him to to kill it in front of everybody. Everybody will love it. Just oh. move on from it. It's a loser song. I freaking hate it. Okay, God. you ask the question. God. Listen, God. you you ask the question. Have have I moved on since? Uh, Yep. Since the the, the the collapse, no, I haven't moved on in, in the slightest. It took me a long time to just start watching sports again. Um, <laughs> listen, I, 
want to comment. I want to I actually called to comment on, on Howard's spot. Just a couple of things I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. He, he basically insinuated that realtors should take less money. And I want to say that that's ridiculous. It, there's a union pressure, number one, to take the best deal that's out there. Um, it's not just um, c- um, caving into to meet the team's demands. You, sh- you need to make exactly what you can make while you can. These owners are making a ton of money. Their teams appreciate, yeah. even the teams in small cities. But, okay? Scott, you know what I think part of Howard's point was is, and, and I've always felt this way, athletes should also though, prioritize what makes them happy. If there's a certain city that they're happy in and another city 100%. offers them two, two million more or five million more or six yes. million more, if you're up in the hundred uh-huh. millions, you know, maybe you should be where you, you're actually going to be more happy. I that's how, that's that. how I would I, be, I'll I, tell you that. I agree with that, but listen, the, the things that are going to factor in here is that he's 33 years old. He is on the top of his game right now. The front end of this contract is probably going to be a, a three- to five-year contract. Phillies will want three, and he'll want five. Oh, it's plus. going to be at least four. At least. Yeah. Scott, give me a, Scott, give me right. a big answer. What makes you think of being a kid? All right, so Ben can talk about this. When we grew up, um, baseball, it was three sports, and you played the different seasons, and you had to wait. You had to wait for that smell in the air the first time you open your door, and it's warm enough, and you smell the grass, and you know that baseball season started. We didn't have year-round sports. You know, believe it or um, not, like gra- do now. grass has already been said, but I'll write it down. I mean, it's a pretty similar answer to what a caller yeah. said earlier. Ben, the, the, the Zach Wheeler thing. So, Nola got seven years in, like, 170-something, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like a ton, and it is, but there's also the Japanese pitcher got $300 million. Right. Now he's younger. And, okay. So where do you think this Wheeler thing goes? I mean, to me, 4 and 160 is not crazy, nor is 5 and 200. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be – I think he's going to want five years is what I think is going to be the, the question. Um, I think he'll take – I think he'll go – Thirty-two to thirty-five million. I think he would take because I think he really does like it here, and you know his wife's from New Jersey. That was a big factor in him coming here and not going to the White Sox. He took considerable amount less. Now, and he alluded, thing, and he alluded to that yesterday, yeah. which I that. never heard him say before. And this is something else that he has, and not that the, the average fan is going to think about this because they all oh, just take the money and be happy. He's got an obligation to his fellow players to get the most that he possibly can, to keep make sure that the, the union is satisfied. That's, some, some people weren't very happy when Aaron Nola signed that deal, deal years ago because he took considerable amount, a less, took a, a hometown discount. Four and 43, I believe it yeah. was, or four and 47. Where he could have yeah. gone to arbitration, got a lot more. So how real is that union so pressure? It's, it's, it's real, and it should be real because they need to make sure that, yes, the owners are making a lot of money, but they got to make sure that they hold themselves to a higher standard because he is the, but one of the best pitchers in the world, and he needs to get the most amount of money. Having said that, will he take less because he likes it here? Yes, I hope so. But he does have an obligation. I'm speaking as a former player. Mm-hmm. He has an obligation to his fellow uh, teammates and league mates that he get the most because so, they keep that price at a premium. So the bottom line is he's going to get a lot, uh, but it he might – 
He might take slightly less in, in the grand scheme of things, but the union won't let him take considerably Considerable less. amount less. Yeah. You know, he There'll might get a hometown him. thing going on, but the union won't let it be that considerable that it really right. helps Well, I'll us. tell you this, guys. I, look, Ben, I hear you on the five. It won't shock me if he gets six. I mean, Verlander and Scherzer were up. One guy was near 40. The other guy was over 40. And they were getting two-year deals. One of them got a two-year deal, I think, at the age of 41. I mean, do I think it's inconceivable Zach Wheeler could get six years? No. I mean, think of it this way. Bryce Harper is under contract until he's 39. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't just get a new deal, but his agent had to bleep, meaning Bryce Harper had to bleep to ask for a new deal. He's locked up through he's 39. Right. So, do I think Zach Wheeler, who is a certifiable top-five pitcher in baseball, a stud of trustworthiness come October, could get a six-year deal? I do especially if he actually gets to free agency. Because if he gets to free agency, now you get a lot of teams talking, bidding, and, and begging. I don't, I don't think it's – look, I think there's a better chance the number starts with a two than a one. Let me put it that way. Oh, I would agree with that. It's going to be over 200, not under 200 total. I would agree with that, yes. Uh, but it makes you realize how much of a premium starting pitching is. There just isn't good starting pitching anymore. And Zach Wheeler's at the top of the league. And you're, like, you're talking about Verlander, who's hurt again. You and I have talked many times, Ben, about how we take a guy like Zach Wheeler over oh Jacob DeGrom any, day of, any day of the week. Jacob DeGrom never pitches. He never pitches. He never pitches. And when he does, he pitches freaking four innings. Right. I take that, Zach Wheeler any day of the week and twice on Sunday. All right. Let, 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 so, look, let's also. These two both, Wheeler and Nola, in terms of the effectiveness, the reliability, the innings pitched, all that. Last stuff. five years. The top four pitchers in all of baseball, Garrett Cole, Sandy Alcantara, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, in yeah. terms of innings pitched. Right. Zach Wheeler's number four. Yeah, that's saying something. Amazing. 824 and two-thirds innings pitched over the last five years. That's, that's a ton. It is. 215-592-9494. Let's also mix in here the audio of Travis Kelsey because he went on the record more extensively talking about the interaction with, uh, with Andy Reid the other day. This is Travis Kelsey in the podcast with Jason Kelsey, obviously the new Heights podcast, on the Super Bowl bump scene around the world, the yell, here's Jason and Travis. We can both agree on that. I can't get Let's start it over. Let's, let's start it over, Joe. Let's just get back to the beginning Bumping here. coaching. It's getting... Joe, let's just stop the whole thing. All right, let's listen to Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey talking about what happened the other day. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I would have took it back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know. Hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not, not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby. But damn, I love winning with you. You know, John, very interesting thing was said in there, that Andy Reid went up to him. Didn't, yeah. didn't, like, kill him, admonish him, didn't bench him, didn't Bill Belichick him with whatever he did with Malcolm Butler, but also said, like, hey, remember, there are cameras watching. It's a really sensible way to get your point across. Hey, man, we can't do that. Got cameras everywhere. Right. Got cameras on me all the time. It's not personal. Love you. Love the competitiveness. You know, it's just Andy being Andy, and it's why everyone 
loves him and can depend on him and believes in him. I need – okay, I have heard chatter on this. I don't know what the outcome is. I, I literally heard uh, walking in the hallway the other day, and it was a conversation. I didn't even stop to get into it uh, to ask. I heard people down at KYW talking about, is the audio going to come out when the NFL releases Super Bowl audio? Now, maybe some of this audio is already out. Maybe some will come out when they put something more comprehensively together. This is something I, and I think millions of us, probably hundreds of millions, I mean, they had 121 million people watch the game, would love to hear the audio of. Is that audio going to be submerged? Or is that audio going to come out? Uh, that audio is going to be submerged. I agree. Right? It's going to be submerged. It's going to be hard to submerge it. There was already some uh, Mike, uh, Mike release. Some stuff is already out. Is already out. And, and that's, that's not out yet, right? No, it is not. Rhea, are they going to let that audio out? They might. Here's the point is, they might not want it out. It's going to get out. It will get out. Oh, I just. Uh, well, it's only going to get out if they let it out. It's not. It's not like, going to get okay. leaked out. Here's the thing is, we've always had this debate over, did Donovan McNabb, you know, throw up yeah. or not in the Super Bowl? Yeah. And people for years would call us and tell us, you know, there's video, but the NFL films, they they killed it. I mean, right. literally, we had people, and Joe knows this, that we know who told us that. Never came out. Well, here's what I've heard but, privately but, but, from players. Yeah. I've heard that he dry heaved, that yes. it mimicked throwing up, sure. but nothing, literally, I mean, we're, this yeah. is almost like Bill Clinton, like I smoked, but I didn't I didn't inhale. Yeah. Like, we're getting down to the, the, the minutiae here. Gritty, but I, have, was, I have heard it was like a throw yeah. up, but nothing actually came out. But we didn't see it. The point with <laughs> right, the we, Travis Kelsey thing is we all saw it. Of course 150, we saw it. 60, or yeah. 200 million people saw it. I don't know how much they cannot get it out or it not won't not get out. Ben, will you be annoyed as a football fan if this audio never emerges? I won't I won't be annoyed. You know Is it weak by the NFL? No we've heard Ray Didinger talk about when he used to work for NFL films, oh. how much stuff didn't get out there. He said it was some eye opening things that he heard yeah, and seen that was never released. Listen, there are select Americans this, this that know. And this modern day that we live in, this will get out. Well, it's only going to get out if they choose to. I don't think you're going to have a, a, a rogue NFL films person that says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out on a crash and burn here in glory, and I'm going to quit NFL films and get the audio out. That ain't Because that never happens with the NFL. That never happens. Right. Did you see ever, Travis ever. Kelsey yesterday? Did I see him the singing? Yesterday, yeah. yeah, yeah sure, yesterday, the I Got Friends in Low yeah, yeah, Places yeah. thing, it, it was not a good look. It was it, Yesterday was a disaster well, was, on all fronts. It was awful. Uh, and again, the Super Bowl just doesn't matter anymore after yesterday happens. Uh, I know. But, uh, man, yeah, Travis Kelsey was, was in a bad way. It was a bad look again. Uh, that see, I don't thing think with th Andy. But but that was celebrational and and I yeah I Tom get it. Brady was, was Brady loaded. did it I, I, I mean, agree Chase Chase, Chase did it Kelsey we've did seen it. it I we've mean seen yeah. It. yeah we've seen it a million times this in the game is completely different this is going to bother me forever you you, know, you like, you're less of a Travis Kelsey fan yeah it changed the way I perceive him I think I am too by the way to I, some I, degree like that I think I am that too. is that's low that's as low as it gets and it was about getting pulled out of the game you know like. You got extra tight ends in. It's like a blocking play for the, the tight end position. Yeah. They pulled you out. You're mad about it. That was messed up, man. And and to see Andy lose his balance, I don't know if if that's if that made it feel even harsher to see Andy, who I really respect a lot, lose his balance, well, almost you, fall down. And you care about it. It's I not do. just your respect. You, you actually care yes. about Andy. Yes. And yeah. so to see him like – 
I mean, it, it, it struck me in and a bad 60, way. And, and he's 65. With me. Yeah. 65 years yeah. old. It's he like, put himself on. ahead of the team in the biggest game of the, the totally. year. Totally. Well, Ben, he's totally. so lucky they won. Now, he's part of why they won. He had a great second half. He did. But if they lose that game, it's 100 times a bigger story. Way more blown up. 100 times. Way more blown Let's up. Let's listen to more of Travis Kelsey with it's Jason Kelsey. not excusable. Kelsey. And, and we're, like, excusing it. I'm because not. Because of circumstance. No, I, I'm, I, I get it. Some are, though. A lot of yeah, it, it's a lot less severe than it should be. Let's listen to more of what Travis and Jason Kelsey said yesterday when they talked about it. If he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, "Yeah, let's f-ing go." I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. That's what nobody f-ing knows. The reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction like this. It wasn't me mad at coach reed as as it looks it was the frustration of our team not having success turning the ball over and me being on the sideline on the sideline damn it it was pleading with your head coach to let you go out there and win this month that's what it was all right well look make of it what you will look travis kelsey i think is a good dude but i i I would say i'm a little bit less of a fan it was it was it's not like hey he's the worst guy it's not that but it was it was pretty aggressive Let's go to the phones. That, in addition to the Phils, how you feel, obviously, on the emotional side of things as they crank it up again after last October's crash and burn, uh, the, the Hassan Reddick situation on the table. we got a lot going on here. Let's talk to Mike in Douglasville. Hi, Mike. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing well, Mike. Richie, you are reading way too hard into the lyrics of that song. My God, man. <laughs> you don't think lyrics matter? I'm not saying they don't matter, but that song's not about the lyrics. It's about just how this the, the the emotion of the moment with mm-hmm. that song that it just clicks it, it has not almost nothing to do with the lyrics i'm not re- completely ruling out the lyrics but it, it no, you just I, I get that song for what it is and the emotion around it i right, mike should it should it stay out. like that guy used to say in the song should i stay or should <laughs> i go should it stay or should it go Listen, at the end of the season last year, I was 100% saying it, it needs to go. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the board, you know, the fence about it. But I can tell you right now, come October, I'm going to be sitting in those stands, probably half drunk, screaming the song just like every other person is. So, I mean, whether it's here or it's If you're not, debating it, Mike, like if you're debating whether it needs to go or not, I think it's a sign, you know, hey, maybe change is – what we need here. Listen, I was saying change change it after the uh, the World Series year. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they, they ended up bringing it back. And, and it worked. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I think I well, cheered even harder. It worked it, where it didn't. It worked on, until. Until it did it. It depends on how you look at the yeah. whole thing. Hey, everything works until it doesn't. But, yeah. I mean, well, listen. Unless it never gonna, works. If, if they're going to run it back, as long as they embrace it, then I can embrace it. If with this group, I mean, we've had the same group pretty much for two years yeah. now, minor yep. changes here and there, yep. and it, it's just the song of this group. And as long as we got this group, I'll roll with the song if that's what they want to do. How I, that's how I feel. Like, let's say the Flyers get knocked out this year in the second round of the playoffs. I'm ready for to be back again next year. I mean, a song is 
<laughs> this song is so ridiculous. This actually reminds me of that ridiculous Mets song when the closer Edwin Diaz comes in. Ben, doesn't that remind you a little bit of that Mets trumpet? A little bit. It's got that. I, I think that entrance is outstanding. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I. It's it's it's. Not as good as Trevor Hoffman with Hell's Bells, but it's pretty freaking cool. Hey, Mike, give me a big answer. What makes you think of being a kid? So I, I was never a tremendous athlete despite me trying to play sports. Um, but I loved playing sports when I was a kid. And unfortunately, I am not athletically gifted anymore. Yep. So I can't play sports. Give me the, give me the answer. What do you got? I can coach sports. I love coaching. And it makes me feel like a kid again. Coaching. All right. Well, it's it's. It's a way around it, I suppose. All right, coming up in one minute, uh, what what Rob Thompson said on a couple issues, including Johan Rojas and more, we're going to get to that up ahead in one minute's time. From Thanksgiving all the way to the big game, that's typically a sports fan's season of eating. But now it's time to get ready for spring training. Reach out to NJ Diet today. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you will lose 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. They use your hair and saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then, NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help keep the weight off. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. That's much quicker than the injections and much safer, too. NJ Diet is all-natural, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. All right, show to Cameron John Ritchie. we got uh, Ben Davis in studio with us here today. And, of course, the Phils are going to be cranking it up. They had a uh, – Rob Thompson did a start of spring training introductory press conference yesterday. A lot of issues were uh, touched on, including Brandon Marsh. He was asked, Rob Thompson was, will Brandon Marsh, of course, if you remember the uh, knee surgery about a, about a week ago, um, he was asked, will Brandon Marsh play in spring training games this spring? Here's what he said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be ready for uh, for opening day. Yeah, he's two or three weeks out or three or four weeks out from from games, and, and, and we'll keep running him out there, and he'll be ready. Let me, let me just say something. I want to I – John, you know sometimes I cross it weird. You heard how I, confident he was in, very, in Brandon playing, right? Yeah, very confident. Got the scope, the yeah. knee scope, like Joel. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Oh. Oh, Hold on, John. John, oh, don't even. Go. knew where that was going. That was not where I was going to cross the weird. John, why are you a butthead? <laughs> I'm just saying you need to be more confident that Joel's coming back. He's like 100 less pounds. I John, get it. it's like, a, it's like <laughs> not the same injury. Not the same person. It's not a, the same person. Nisca. It's a Niska. I, I get it. Well, okay, you, you're, just, you, you're just being a little bugger. No, I'm being trying to get under realistic my skin. that everyone is so worried about Joel and we should be less worried about Joel. He's confident in modern science. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> for the love of God. All right. So, all right, here's where I was going to cross it. That's crossing it weirder than I was going to go. Oh, he, Topper's just like, oh, absolutely. He's yeah. coming back. What's a less serious injury? How different is the injury? I don't know, but I know it's I, a, I lot, a lot different. I don't can't give you, what, percentages? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not in there. Knee scope. Right, I don't. Know, this guy's got a flap. He's got a knee. It's falling it's the off. Second I, one. I got. I got Embiid's knee falling apart, and you, you, I got Brandon Marsh going to be back in three weeks. 
All knee scopes are not created equally, <laughs> but it is a knee scope All and right. a knee scope. Here's where I was going to cross it weird. And, and I want to – this is a Rob Thompson appreciation, and this is like a – I get frustrated on this with Sirianni. I appreciate, as a Philadelphia sports fan, that Rob Thompson gives me a three- to four-week thing with, with Brandon Marsh. And, and, and Nick Sirianni will never well, – I'm not going to put a timetable on it. With an injury. Mm-hmm. Now, I know football, it's like you kind of want to keep the disguise – on the other team, whether player X is going to play on Sunday or not. It's, it's just, so dumb. Like, the, the being overprotective of it's, stuff. It's like, irritating. Like, we don't even put stuff out there to, 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 to be protective of during the games. Like, we're not showing motion or doing anything well, that's creative and exciting that we need to hide. Ben, does, does Nick Sirianni go too far with, I'm not going to tell you, the, the, the when a guy's – like, it's like a guy's out for a month and he won't tell you he's out for a month. Yes. Yeah. Just tell me, guys, out for a month. Yeah, lower body injury. Well, that's, this is that's one of those things that's becoming annoying. <laughs> it is because annoying. We're yeah. not doing well. You yeah. know, no, like that's right. If we were playing well, we wouldn't be hung up on this. But I but found it, it annoying when they were winning. Well. But it, it becomes it becomes more it's annoying like, when look, they play bad. I, I think he's focused on the wrong things. Like you're you're getting hung yeah. up on the wrong things. Like focus on things that matter more. Just your yeah. and helping then, us. Win. I know you don't want to show your hand, but there comes a point where it's like, hey man, just just be Correct. straight. Yeah, there comes a point you know? where it really doesn't matter. There exactly. comes a point where John Madden tells me it doesn't matter that Derek Brooks knew the play was 24 Y bingo cross and he said it well, he before was, we ran it. Well, he was wrong. Madden was wrong. Well, what yeah, so you tell him. Uh, I'll be I'll go to I his, think John go. Madden has a point. Like, if you if you execute no one can stop you right, if well, you execute properly, and that's what the Chiefs are doing. One more thing from Rob Thompson yesterday, because, of course, the, the big, other than the Wheeler thing, the other big thing going on right now is who's going to be the starter in the outfield? Is it Johan Rojas, or is it to, a player to be signed later? Whit Merrifield? Can I say that out loud? <laughs> All right, let's, I, look, I feel really confident they're going to sign someone because you keep hearing them reference it. We'll get to that in a moment, Ben. Listen to Rob Thompson yesterday. He's asked about Rojas and the outfield, and they are not shying away from the concept that they could sign someone. How critical uh, to your plans is Johan Rojas in that if you would struggle uh, this spring not win a job, you seem to be really thin in the outfield? Well, again, there's a whole bunch of people out there that are free agents, so um, we'll tackle that when we get to it. But um, this kid's done a lot of work in the offseason, a lot of work in the weight room. And he's done a lot of work with uh, Kevin Long on on swing mechanics, staying back, not jumping at the ball, let the ball travel, uh, so he can see a little bit longer and react um, efficiently. So um, right now he looks really good, and we'll see how it plays out. Uh, they're obviously going to sign someone. I mean, they wouldn't keep talking about this if they weren't going to sign someone. Ben, what do you think? What do you know? They have to sign someone. I think. I, I just he just got, and I love him to death, and we we know about his defensive metrics. But he got exposed last year at the end of the season. He got exposed. And I, I think that's going to leave a bitter taste in their mouth to go acquire someone else. So they, is, is, they Rojas, is Rojas, in your opinion, if they, we don't know who they're going to sign, okay, but do you think they're going to sign a starter and Rojas is in the minors or a part-time starter and Rojas is a platoon? No, I think he needs to go get some at-bats in AAA. Jeez. Remember, he came up from so AA So this could be big year. name. This could be big name I, guy who's out there. I think it Cody. could be. I think it could be. I don't know if it's going to be Bellinger because I, I know they're after a right-handed bat. I think Whit Merrifield would be a perfect fit here in Philadelphia. Guy that can play numerous positions, puts the bat on the baseball. You can use the whole field. I think he's a perfect fit. A they, perfect fit. They have talked Rojas up, though, a lot. Yeah. 
I'll be at this point, John, based on what they have said publicly, including Dombrowski on our show a week or two ago, I'll be surprised if Rojas starts in the minors. Like, to me, I think they're going to sign a guy. Of course, it depends on who they sign. So let me put that out there. But I, I see a scenario where Rojas is part-time starter. Well, now, now, maybe, Ben, that's not best for his development if he's only playing half the week. Right. But that's what my instincts tell me. I know, that this response. isn't the time to develop somebody. This is not the time. Sure it is. They don't have in the big league because, level? Uh, because my team's going to make the playoffs anyway. Okay, you mean for the player, yeah. not for the team. No, I'm saying for, for the player. both. Well, the team's going to make the playoffs either way, right? You don't know that. That's why you can't. You can never take that for eh, granted. No. They're going to make the playoffs. You can't take that for granted. Yeah, six teams get in. <laughs> okay, okay. But I'm saying it's the time to win is now. That's why they have this payroll. That's why they have these guys here to win now. We'll see. I mean, it is an interesting. It is an interesting thing. We'll we'll follow it. Obviously, we'll help, we'll have the answer in the next month or so. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What you think they should do with Rojas? Plus, more on that name. You know, uh, Ben was just talking about options for the Phillies in the outfield. Free agent options. We'll get to that with Ben up ahead. Life advice with the hammer as well. A lot happening here. All your calls as well. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on ninety four WIP. Hey, let me tell you about Fanduel Sportsbook and of course how with the uh, NBA you can get a no sweat. Same game parlay from FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday. That's tonight and seven days from now and 14 days from now with TNT Thursdays. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account, you'll get bonus bets back if your same game parlay does not win on any NBA on TNT games. NBA uh, same game parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score an even bigger payday and a lot of ways, obviously, to win. Of course, when you do it, Make sure you sign up at FanDuel.com slash Hammer for the very best deals, for the very best everything. FanDuel.com slash Hammer to make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Lock your bet in. Of course, you can hop over to other leagues as well with FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Right, Joe Cameron, John Rich, a little life advice with the hammer up ahead in about 10 minutes. Poll result on the uh, stay or go with the uh, Philly song. That's up ahead shortly as well. We'll get some more names from Ben, who the Phils could sign as an outfielder to either platoon with Johan Rojas or completely replace him. All right, let's get to uh, Luke giving us a, a shot this morning. Good morning, Luke. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. Yeah, I was wanted to talk about the song "Dancing on My Own" because yes. if you remember in the beginning of the season we weren't doing too well. We were like, we're not going to listen to it. We brought it back. We started hitting again. That's right. So, so is that was, is that a keep it uh, vote? It's going to be a keep it because for ten months out of the year I can't stand the song. And then those two <laughs> months come, I'm half drunk in the stands, like the other guy was saying. Listening there, I got tears in my eyes. I What's going it. on with half drunk? I mean, you know, it, it fell thing, short, half drunk's normally a pathway to fully drunk, right? You're only <laughs> yeah, half drunk for like 30 minutes, and then you're fully drunk. I was trying to sound professional. I'm full <laughs> Well done. Nice job, Luke. Yeah, I, another thing, yeah. Uh, real quick. What's going on with the Dollar Dog Night? They're doing it this year because last year it was a rainstorm of dogs coming at you. Well, I'm sure they're going to do Why wouldn't they do it? That's a good point. I think, yeah, I think they'll definitely I mean, do it's it. That's what they do. It's, it's got me down there many times, Dollar Dog. Now, I will say this. They may not need 
they may not need to do it as much moving forward because they're going to have a lot of a lot of fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that, yeah. if you go back, that was an enticement to like, hey, we're half full or like a third full. Let's become more full. But they're going to Luke, it's what they do, man. It'd be ridiculous to, to not do it. Luke, give me a big time answer, man. What makes you feel? What makes you think of being a kid? Oh, those uh, helmet ice creams at the Phillies game. Uh, mentioned, yeah. Taken. Oh, damn. Well, I think the other guy then pivoted to the actual real batting helmet. I thought that's what he was saying. Walking away with the real helmet and using it. Those hmm. little helmets. That's what I thought. He, that's what, we'll, 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 he, we'll put he it actually down. mentioned both. He, right. I think guy. he mentioned the little to get to the big. Correct. But we'll put this guy down for the little. He ain't going to win with the little. But that's, that's fair enough. Uh, ben, options in the outfield. Who, who else you got here? I mean, give, give us two or three names they could reasonably consider to sign in the next you know, week or two. Adam Duvall. Could be a guy, right-handed bat. Uh, Whit Merrifield, who would be my pick. Uh, J.D. Martinez, but he's not going to be able to play the field. And you already have Schwerber DHing, So I, those are my top three, with Merrifield being my number one. You feel they made the right decision on, on not keeping Reese? Bryce wanted to play first base. Yeah. And I think that was what it ultimately came down to. I think the Phillies not getting back to the World Series – Reese was a bigger part of this ball club than a lot of people think because of the bigger names on the ball club. He was an integral part to that, to that team and the run that they make. And they missed him last year. They missed him. And he's such a great guy. I do wish him yeah. the best in Milwaukee. I think he will excel in Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, I wish him the best. Are there guys in that clubhouse who understand that – they understand it's a business and all that, but the, the, the first base thing, it was a thing. It's I, unbelievable. At the end of last year, they put it on Bryce, like mm-hmm. this decision. It, it really I think felt he kind of like, put it on himself, you know? Well, I mean, he, he worked his tail off I, I, to, to get there. And it was remarkable yeah. that what he was able to do, the way he was able to instantly transform himself into a first baseman, that, that's, that goes, yeah, that, that's amazing. But, uh, man, like, do guys in that clubhouse – Hold it against them, whether with well, this information. No, the, no. I think what John. I think what John's asking is, does that get weird between Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper? Sure. Reese, Reese Hoskins' job was taken because the right fielder's arm couldn't throw anymore. Had to change positions. Is there resentment there? Any any sense of that, Ben? I don't think so. I I don't. I don't think it's in Reese's nature to be that way. I don't either. I don't think he has it in him. But I will tell you, it is awkward. Yeah. I mean, it just it just is. It, Absolutely should be. It's it's your livelihood. You know, like Reese is moving to Milwaukee in large part because, you know, Bryce said he's playing there. Yeah. And but you look at it. Was he going to get thirty four million here for two years? He may have. But I, I don't know. I don't know if that was going to definitely be a factor or, or you know, something mm-hmm. he was definitely going to get. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, though. If Bryce Harper hadn't gotten injured ever, there's a good chance Reese Hoskins still a first baseman. I agree with that. I mean, that's an unbelievable yeah. what if. I mean, John, if he doesn't have the elbow issue, then right. I think he got a great shot that, that Reese is the first baseman of the Phils. Let's go to Johnny. And we are nowhere close to as good defensively. Well, I agree with that. Look, to, to Nebraska's credit, in the he, long run. he has yeah. remade them stylistically, not entirely, but to a large extent. Johnny's with us right now. Good morning, Johnny. Hey, good morning. What's How up, Johnny? We're oh, good. I just We're want good, to talk buddy. a little Phillies baseball quick. Yes, sir. Go for it. 
spring training, pitchers, catchers, clean slate. Very, very excited. I, I, I feel like we sometimes lose uh, the focus of the idea that we are so blessed, both Phillies and Eagles, both. Um, but right now, we have this great opportunity to start this season over. I'm, I'm extremely excited. I think Rojas should get some big league at-bats in spring training. I think he's a guy that we need to have lingering around in September for when we need him for defensive purposes only. But, like, back in, back in the playoffs this year, he was way exposed where we only had eight hitters in our lineup. And I do think we need to make two things really need to happen here. Number one, Wheeler is an absolute no-brainer. He is a Philly and he's a stay a Philly, and we definitely need to sign another outfielder. Well, they will. They will sign an outfielder. It's just a question of how high caliber is the guy. Yeah. You know, is he a part-time player? Is he a full starter? Is he a bench player? I mean, we have not talked much about the bench, but they just got to have a better bench. I mean, my God. I mean, who's their best best infield? I know the bench becomes less important in a DH world because you just don't pinch hit as much anymore. Mm -hmm. But, Ben, who is – maybe I'm just forgetting someone. Who is their best infield bench player? Edmundo Sosa, I would say. Sosa, yeah, that's yeah. right. And who's that other guy they acquired last year? And is he still on the team? Remember they had another utility bench guy? Infield guy? They they they, they traded for someone else, I thought. Yes, he's no um, – Who was that guy? I think it was Castro. Uh, well, they just signed a, a Castro um, from the Diamondbacks. You know who I'm talking about, I do though. know who you're talking about. Because he kind of supplanted – Yeah, it was Castro. Yeah, it was. He supplanted Sosa as the main bench guy initially. Yes, and then they took him off the roster at the end. He was a switch hitter, second base. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, give me a great answer, man. What makes you think of being a kid? You can win Creed tickets. I, all right. No problem there. One more quick point. Dancing on my own has to go. And a lot, a lot of people are saying, you guys all disappoint me. You, you, you're, well, you're, you're we're not stuck in a song. rut like you. It's not stuck in a rut. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's cherish, cherishing something that's been in a rut. Worth cherishing. I can't even say cherish. Rutted. I struggle with that S in the H. It's coming out. All right, give me an answer, Saturday Johnny. Morning, what makes you what Saturday makes you morning, yep. Saturday morning cartoons. Has already been said. Give me a different answer. Sesame Street. Yeah, that's hmm? that's certainly that's a potential winning answer. It's a heck of a heck of a pivot right there. Life advice with the hammer in a couple minutes here. By the way, I gotta congratulate Ben Davis. Why's that? Nine years ago in one day, you stopped dipping. I did. Well done, my man. Thank you. Cold yeah, turkey. That's good, outstanding. Good yeah. for you. Ash Wednesday, 2016. Yeah. And, yeah, and you have saved a significant sum of money uh, because of that. I didn't realize how expensive the <laughs> habit had gotten. I know. Uh, I my know. gosh. I just happened to do the math last night. It was, it was uh, $29,565. Wow. <laughs> over the last nine years I've seen. That's pretty good. I, I, I will it. say, and thank you for bringing that up, Joe, sure. I, I am very proud of myself for doing that. Yes. Something I wish you I would have never be. started, obviously. Was it hard initially? It's still hard. Is it really? Yeah. It yeah. is? Yeah, it is. How many years did you do it for? I started, I hope mom is not listening to this, yeah. but I, when I was a junior in high school. Wow. So 16 till yeah. you know, nine years ago, I was 35. So yeah. close to 20 years. Yeah. Good for you, man. It's no, 36. It was 36 years old. 20 years. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, well done by you. Thank I, you. Thank I, you. I applaud you, sir. Let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Armin offers the highest quality certified pre-owned vehicles in the Delaware Valley. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Today's question, 
Should the Phillies dump Dancing on My Own because they did not win it all the last two Octobers, or should the Phillies continue to embrace the song as their team song? All right, so we were split here today in our group. Two said dump it, two said embrace it. Now, we haven't heard from Wechter. Wechter, are you a A, dump it, or B, embrace it? I would say I'm going to say embrace it because the team embraces it. And I'm with if they embrace yeah. it this year, then I'm right with so it. So you're like whatever they decide. The point of is, course, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not anti. You just sway with the win. Whatever they say, uh, you're good with. Why not? Why yeah, not why, be on the why, win? I think why if it offense. was a Jimi Hendrix song, John would be totally fine with it. All right. Well, John, let's get your assessment here. But this is a catchy song. All right, John, your your guesstimate of where the, the many, many, many votes that come in on Twitter. A, dump the song. B, embrace the song. What do you think people said? I'm going to say 70% want to dump it. God, you're good at this. And I'm really, I'm not normally annoyed with the voters. I am annoyed with the voters today. 71% say Ooh. to dump it. You guys wow. are losers. Smart. But why are you so for it still? Because Because it's fun. Okay. Because he ruts. Because well, this is a man who watches the same thing every day, eats the same thing every day, wants the same thing out of every day. Well, there is he some of that. He just wants repetition. That's yeah, that's true to that. Comfort. I'm watching the wire. I'm watching the wire for the seventh time right now. Oh my now. god! That's, so says a lot. Well, it's what I do. I mean, yeah. it's who I am. It's like you know, you have a girlfriend. She was good looking. It didn't work out. And you move on. You, you appreciate the times you had with her. And you're like, eh. When did that happen? <laughs> Say it again. When did that happen? <laughs> so, Ben, is this your your past here? What are we talking about? What, what, no, what? I'm just saying you, you move on. Well, look. Sometimes, sure, but there are times where you say it's been like the Eagles' fight song. Let's take that. Now, John, give me your differentiation. That's an institution. Well, that song is an institution. All right, in and, this and city. the six, well becomes an institution if you keep it as an. I mean, take the Sixers song, right? Seltzer, you got that in, in the queue. Let's go, Seltzer. I mean, I'll not ask Seltzer. You, where's Let's Seltzer? go, Wechter. I just lost him. Wechter, <laughs> do you have that Sixers song? You know, because like that thing only started about ten years ago. Now apparently they were playing in the seventies briefly. I remember when I heard it ten years about ago for one, the first two, three, time. Four. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was the most ridiculous song, but now we're all used to it. So. Something becomes so, an, so what? You, we just play it enough so we get used well, to I mean, it. Well, I mean, the Sixers lost. I don't want that. Sixers lost in the playoffs in 2018, okay. 2019, 2020, 2021. So they keep playing that song. Should they stop that song? I mean, I, I'm, I'm so being different. serious. I'm asking the question. Uh, it's it's completely different. Well, how's it different? It, because this this song was brought in by this team two years ago to. Pull them out of a rut. So you're saying it's not a franchise song. It's, that it's, it's these guys. It served the purpose of, of that team. And then they brought it back last year. Served that same purpose. We can't keep going back to that well. We need to look forward rather than looking over our shoulder, looking behind us. Let's go achieve new heights All right, battle, this year the, with a new song. Should the battle him and the Republic be out? No. I mean, it's our Republic. Ben, you're a, 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 an American. Mm-hmm. Battle him and the Republic. You, thumbs down on that one? No. As a team song, can you imagine? Okay, I'm just I I don't I, I I'm trying no to be a, I'm trying to be a lawyer here and pick you, you guys Devil's apart. advocate. No, I'm 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 ticked off. I'm not happy with any of you guys. All right, I'm not happy with the 71 percent of the voters. Right. By the way, well done by the 29 percent who stand with me. But clearly, our 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 voices are being shouted down. All right, coming up in one minute. One minute's time. A little life advice 
with the hammer. So I'm feeling fresh and fly after finally getting that much-needed haircut. Speaking of fresh and fly, I want to take a minute to tell you about my friends at the Bush Auto Group and their February specials. Listen up. If you want a sweetheart deal that you will love, swing by Bush Nissan of Limerick or Bush Nissan of Exton today and check out their sweet deals on Rogues and Pathfinders. Trust me, I've been a customer myself. These guys know how to treat you right. This month, enjoy savings of up to $4,000 off 23 Nissan Rogues and enjoy rates as low as 0% on select 24 Nissan Pathfinder models. Who needs Cupid Zero when you've got the horsepower of a Nissan? Visit them in-store or online today at bushautogroup.com. That's B-U-S-H autogroup.com. And, hey, if you see me there, don't forget to say hi. You can't miss me. I'll be the one with the fresh haircut. Make sure when you see John there, you tell him his vote stunk on this poll question today. Let's do a little life advice with the hammer. And yet, the irony, they keep asking for my advice. So I'll give it. I'm a giving tray. Life advice with the hammer brought to us by MHS Lift. If you're looking for forklifts, a warehouse efficiency assessment, any type of material handling equipment, or if your equipment needs repairs, go to MHSLift.com. I will say this. That could have been said today as winning answers. Certain books when you're a kid. The Giving Tree, Good Night Moon. Remember Good Night Moon? It's a classic. Uh, yeah. And, and that's featured and... in The Wire, too. Oh, really? Yes. There's a scene where Good it's Night a... Moon Good is night, in The Wire? A hundred percent. Wow. Well, yep. The beauty of those books, Joe, is when you have kids. You go back and you reread those books night after night after night to those kids. Well, then you're Mr. Repetition Guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Velveteen Rabbit. Wechter, it helps them learn mine. to read. Charlotte's Web. There's a lot of good ones. Ooh, great one. All right. Uh, Wechter in for Seltzer today. Wechter, what does someone in the Delaware Valley need a little life advice well, about Well, our today? man Tommy from Collingswood, he needs our help. Tommy from Collingswood. Yep. Okay. Dear Hammer, lately my dating life hasn't been the greatest, but I'm looking to change that. I'm going to try to put myself back out on the market and advertise myself a little bit. At you wants to advertise himself? Yeah, that's what it says here. It's a know. strange word, but okay, he wants He's to advertise himself. himself. Back out there My and... first thing would be don't think of it in terms of advertising yourself, but okay, go that ahead. That might be his job. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I guess the problem is I'm not sure where to meet women anymore. I'm too old uh, for the bar scene, and I have a strict rule about not dating co workers. Where do I meet people these days, and any advice for sealing the deal? My first question is, are we sure this isn't Richie? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can attest to that. All right, so, I'm pretty sure I didn't submit it. said Tommy, not John. All right, so basically, yeah. si- single guy, what do you do? And it was, what was the end? He doesn't want to go to the bar scene? He's too old? Yeah, he's, he's just probably, probably past that age where you go to the bars every night to meet. Look, women. I'll say this. I, I think there is a lot of merit to the, uh, to the online dating thing. I, I really do, uh, because there's a lot of people that have gotten together that way. So... For some people, it's uncomfortable. I would tell you, start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable because you got a far better chance to meet someone that way than just not to do it. Let's just start with that. Second thing I would strongly have, I did this years ago. I did it twice. I enjoyed it a, a great deal. The speed dating thing is really cool. Now, you're going to get some clunkers. I'm telling you, you're going to get some clunkers. You're going to walk away and like, oh, that, that wasn't worth my time. But I'm telling you, if you sit in front of 10 or 15 people in an hour and you have three or four minutes with each person there's a good chance there'll be two or three or four that will intrigue you i'm telling you a good chance i strongly 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 advocate that it's really cool 
you get to know their personalities. Obviously, you see their looks. And, you know, you, you, you both sides get to make decisions. So I'm a big fan of that. And then also just try to get yourself out there through friends. You know, I mean, maybe it's one of those things where maybe your friends don't know single ladies for you, but your friends' girlfriends do or your, or your friends' wives do. You know, most, most ladies have someone in their life that's single that they're friends with. So start branching out that way and, and ask some people. It's doable. Tommy, you can do it. You can do it. So make it happen. Any site you want to suggest? You can also Pornhub.com. church. Oh church is a good spot <laughs> to meet like-minded people. Hey, set a site. You gave such a good response he wanted to a site. that question. Then you just completely blow he it up. He set a site. Well, a a dating site I'm talking oh, about. Oh, a dating site. What the? Uh, right as John was saying, meet them at church. <laughs> you are going to hell, okay? I just want you to know. Extra sunscreen for when for you those out there, youngins, don't look that one up. All right, <laughs> just playing around. That's a little life advice with the hand. I was just taking a stab. I mean, what what would I know? Is that what you call it? <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, let's go to where are we going here? We're going to uh, Jacob right now. Good morning, Jacob. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, Jacob? Uh, so I just wanted to give a little advice as a Red Sox fan. Um, oh, I think, I think, yeah. What's your I think What's you your advice, gotta, Red Sox fan? I, I you guys got to dump the song. I mean, uh, Ben was talking. Your earlier, vote, on, your vote don't uh, count. No, 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 no. We are not soliciting votes from non Phillies fans. What to do with our song? All right. Well, listen, just listen, because what? if you remember 2021, where was Kyle Schwarber, the Boston Red Sox, and guess what our song was? I know, Dancing on My Own, and you know where that got us. The couch after game six of the ALCS. And I'm pretty sure it got you guys no ring either. So well, I, that's another that's problem then. That's over three, three, three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Jacob, gotta... I, I, I appreciate you pointing this out. So you want to reuse the song that we reused last year from the year before from the Phillies that we reuse from the from the Boston Red Sox. I try not yeah, to think it, about that. Come part on, of it. man! I it's not like even that. our song to begin with. I don't like that. Yes, Kyle Schwarber brought you, it here. It was you. the Red Sox song, man. This, what a great point, Jacob. Why on earth would you bring back the Red Sox song for a third consecutive year after we've lost the two previous years we used it? Yeah, and the Red Sox lost when we used it too. Wow. So I, I have Thank you for bringing clarity. Up. In a court of in a court of law, I'd be backpedaling right now. I'd be stammering on the stand. Stick with your "we're not taking advice from Red Sox." Fans. Yes, that's right, Jacob. We're not taking your advice. That's all right. All right, I Jacob. I'm not going to vote for you for the Creed tickets because you're a Red Sox fan. But <laughs> I'm legally obligated to give you a chance to make an answer. What makes you okay. think of being a kid other than the Red Sox always lost when you were a kid? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go Unless you're 115 years old and saw Babe Ruth pitch, what do you got? <laughs> Wiffle ball? Uh, I, I was born in 2000, so I saw all four rings. So. Oh, God. All <laughs> right, what yeah, makes you think my, of being a kid? Is, did you say wiffle ball? Yeah, yeah, wiffle ball is my answer. That's a good answer. That's, that's a really, really good answer. 215-592-9494. Time's yours up ahead. And uh, more calls as well on this Thursday morning. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. We have a lot of contractors who listen to us, so I know they're out there working hard. We'll take a break. That's right. Even the busiest contractors can use a bathroom break now and then. And that is why Colonial Marble and Granite is offering the great bathroom break for their professional customers. That means every vanity you buy comes with a freestone countertop and free sink. 
The classic, traditional, contemporary, in stock or ready to ship. Choose a color and style, a surface and sink, stock up on, and drive away with as many as you can choose. I was at their King of Prussia showroom recently, blown away by Colonial Marble and Granite's tremendous selection of vanities. You will be sure to find the perfect vanity for any bathroom, and they're comfortably displayed in a huge showroom. The knowledgeable and professional team at Colonial Marble and Granite are ready to help you find what you need, get you in and out as quickly as possible. So explore your options at their King of Prussia showroom. For details, please visit colonialmarble.net. So get going. Colonial Marble and Granite, the cornerstone of a beautiful home.
Brought to you by Lexus of Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel, where the finest automobiles reside. Zach Wheeler says an extension could come at any time. WIP's Howard Eskin spoke to the WIP Morning Show earlier, live from Clearwater, says he's heard Wheeler wants over $40 million. Following the Super Bowl, several 49ers players admitted they were unaware of the overtime rules and the loss. On their New Heights podcast, Jason Kelsey mentioned to his brother Chavez he was communicating with Nick Sirianni as it happened. Freaking crazy. Really was. I was texting Nick in the before that even happened because we go over the same situation in playoff football. My guy, Mike Frazier, in the uh, in the game, and it's just you know Frazier, man. They gotta they gotta get a Frazier over there in uh, in San Fran. Yeah, oh. we got a, we got the same in Philly. John Ferrari, shout out to Ferrari. Uh, okay, he used to Ferrari. work in the league office with officiating and whatnot. So he's always going over the rule changes, different situational things, just like that. Mix of sun and clouds today, then cloudy later, high 41. It's currently 30. To listen to 94 WIP, just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. I referenced this yesterday. Is that why you're playing it, Jim? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing it for. No, you're just... Man, you are... You got a lot of sarcasm in your life. What? You just made that up, didn't you? No, you said it. You heard me say this yesterday? Yes. You're right. You're right. Fair enough. Let me tell you what I want to say right now. Here you go. Huh? Keep going. Well, I was going to say this segment's brought to us by Mount Holly Nissan. I wasn't going to start singing the song. Although, lay down, Sally. Uh, new 2024 Nissans, they are arriving daily in Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge. Man, it's hard to do this read over this song. It's just hard. <laughs> it is a great song. All right, as I said, just over the bridge with Mount Holly Nissan online. Mount Holly Nissan.com. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Peppy. That's a it is, peppy it is peppy. song. It is a peppy song. I, I agree. What do you think Sally's personality was like? Uh, was it, was bubbly. It? Happy. Okay. Vivacious. Uh, friendly, vivacious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Youthful. Flirty. Flirty for sure. <laughs> for sure. Flirty, flirty for sure. That's that's probably the number one word. Let's go to TR and Winfield. Hi, TR. Good morning, everybody. What's up, TR? What's up, buddy? Man, we man, we got this. We got a really good team now, man. It's just the only thing I see is that they take the with these hero shots and take shots at the wrong time, man. It gives the team a, a chance to come back, man. We're talking Sixers, on it. yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the Sixers. Yeah, well, you're a little, you're a little uh, uh-huh. minutia based there. Here's the problem. You ready? Yes. They're not good enough. I think more so is the coach that. You know, no. I, I, I like how how Nick Nurse he, he brings the players all he that everybody play to get in. It's just the timing and, and the, the opportunities when he takes certain shots, man, that hurts us all the time. These hero shots are just killing us, man. We need to at least break, at least have two or three guys under the basket for offensive rebound, yeah. things of that nature. Well, it's just look, that we just we got new guys. At the wrong we, time. We we got we got a lot of new faces, guys trying to figure out how to play with one another. I I do think it it says a lot. 
when Buddy Heald is making mistakes late in games, which we've seen a lot of in the early yep. goings here. Yeah, we know he's made four plus uh, threes in each of his games. And all the assists. But he's also turning the, the ball. He's got great assists. That's assist been numbers, shocking to me. Shocking. But he's been turning the ball over late in games because he's just unfamiliar with these players. you got a bunch of guys out there playing together for the first time. It's bound to get better. But that's better. also Buddy it Heald. That's his game. That is his game. Unfortunately, right. yeah. Yeah. But I like also how, like I said, Nurse, he, he will allow the other players. Like back in the day, you see only the starting five throughout the whole game nine times out of ten. But now, nurse, way Nurse coaches, he lets everybody get some time in. And I like well, that. To, well, like, well, first off, no one plays starters almost exclusively. Everyone uses the bench. They only have like seven players yeah, right and, now. And CR, he's trying to figure out what he's got. I mean, he's got some new dudes. He's trying, as John's pointing out, he's you mixing have, and matching. You yeah, know? and you got four guys. Out with gotta, injury. Yeah, you got to give him some time there. TR, give me an answer. What makes you think of being a kid? When the street lights come on in the summertime, time to go in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fair enough. Let's go to Gary right now in Vineland, New Jersey. Hi, Gary. Gary. Gary is. Joe, Hello, Joe, buddy. Joe, Joe. How you doing, Joe? Hi, Gary. How's it going, guys? Good. Super. Hey, if you guys need a little pick me up. Um, listen to um, Shannon Sharp's rant about the Dallas Cowboys. Basically, says they're like the deadbeat dad, always promising, never delivering. It's hilarious. All right, we'll check it out. And the Phillies, I would rather them stop going after the low and outside slider than <laughs> get rid of the song. I could really care less about the song. I just, you know, hit the ball. Well, look, I mean, they got in a bad way in the end of that series. It happens in baseball frequently. Teams get in bad ways probably 15 different times in a year, and theirs just happened to be when the most people were watching at the end of the NLCS. I mean, it's not like, it's not like we haven't seen that a million times from them in June and April and August. I mean, it happens. But, man, they picked a bad time to get called. My God. They did. Yeah, man. And I wish Ranger yeah. could have just gotten that final out. What was it? Was it the third inning of Game 7? Didn't he end up going two – Two runs in three innings instead of one run in three. Well, well remember, because he started game seven. Was it two runs in three innings? I, I have a hard Think time so. remember. All right, well, we can look it up. Yeah. Who pitched game? So, Nola was game six, and Ranger was game seven, game right? Game seven, yes. Yeah. Oh, but they scored, again, this goes back to them scoring three runs in two games. I know. In game six and seven. You know, that's... I, I, I looked at, at the offense more so than the pitching in those two, obviously. Gary, give me a big – I agree with you on that, Ben. What makes you think of being a kid, Gary? How about I see the joy in my kid's eye that last day of school? Yeah, last day of school is a great one. I mean, there's, there's no question about that. It is joyous. You get to see that a lot, too, on just half days. We have a half day wow. today. Snow days. Half days, snow days, certainly. Uh, but this – we got – President's weekend. We this sure is, do. I, we got a Four pretty days. exciting weekend for the kids ahead. I think half day, off day, off day. Are they preparing to honor me? <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not well, no, that's right. That's you, right. You that's made the, that list. That's right. That's yeah. the appropriate answer. Yet being the key word. Three runs John, and four. And I'm being two. incredibly generous by saying four yet. And, four and um, four point two innings. Three runs by yep. Ranger. Yeah. Okay, three runs. I, I think there's a different game. Maybe I'm thinking where he gave up a second. Anyway, but but yeah, not a, not a great outing by Ranger. 
Um, yeah, being a kid is great. Extended weekends are great when you're a kid. And snow days are the best. There aren't any snow days anymore, though. They're all Zoom calls. But they we use get... zero yeah. snow days. Yeah. Last year, there were zero used. Now, my senior year in, in high school, I told you, we had to, like, go to court to make sure that it counted as a school year because we had, like, 30 days missed mm-hmm. with the, what, 93. Yeah. Blizzard of 93. Blizzard of 93. We, we were off for two weeks straight. Yeah. We were. Wow. That was an incredible yeah. blizzard. Yeah. And yeah. then there was the blizzard in 96, January yeah. of 96, uh-huh. during the Eagles playoff game. Mm-hmm. Eagles-Cowboys playoff game. I got that stranded was a big blizzard. On, I got stranded here in uh, central PA. I couldn't get back out to the West Coast with that blizzard. Yeah, that was a big one. That was, that was up past the waist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. I remember another pretty big one in 03. I don't know if it was uh, two feet, but it was a lot. I remember uh, making my way to Manion to just party with my friends. We just, we just, it was great. I mean, because the, the, the beauty of Maniunk is a lot of the bartenders live in Maniunk. So the restaurants and bars opened. They just stay open. And we just, we just, I mean, we just went crazy for like three or four days. There's nothing tremendous. like a snowstorm in any neighborhood in Philadelphia. Because you just walk to your corner bar well, and it becomes a massive party. Yeah, but I will say this. Good luck digging out of Maniunk with your car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I is, that is the worst it's spot brutal. in Philadelphia to have your car parked in a snowstorm. All right, Ben, similar question to the song question we've been discussing today. Mm-hmm. But we haven't addressed this. In your opinion, if they win a playoff round, should they party less? Because that came under the microscope last year after they did not complete the journey a second time. And some people think they were partying. And I, I'm not – let me be clear when I say partying. I'm not necessarily saying they – Party till 5 a.m. and were unprepared the next day to handle their business. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm not saying they were hung over. I'm not saying that. I don't know it. I'm not, I'm not even implying that. What I am implying is, was it too boisterous? Like, it wasn't Barry Sanders, I scored a touchdown, I'm going to flip the ball to the referee, been here, done that, hey, ref, take the ball, I don't need to spike it. Like, they spiked the ball big time after they would clinch a round. Should they spike the ball less? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that had anything to do with their performance on the field. I that, agree with, with you. Their celebrations. Not like they were going out every night doing it. No, no, no. They I did know. It after they clinched a a certain round or a playoff spot. Because John, you heard a lot. I mean, people started calling into our show saying that. I mean, that was not an uncommon refrain. Some people thought they did that too much. They were. They're I not, don't understand. They're not they, doing it. No, I was just celebrate it. Enjoy it during the commercial break. These guys don't do anything anymore. They don't go out. They're they're terrified of the cell phone. They don't these players don't they might if they get into a city, they might go out for supper, four or five guys together. But they go right back to their hotel room. These wow. guys don't do anything anymore. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy they it. Don't. Celebrate well, they do it like let, your teammates. They do let it out in front of the camera. They do let it I mean, Comcast and, is right there. And I mean they they I mean it doesn't seem like they hold back. Let's put it yeah, that way. Right. I, there's reason for celebration. I have no yeah. issues with it. By the way, Ben, there's a lot of reasons to like it. Can I just tell you this? What's that? Your use of supper is outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're the only guy. The only one. Yeah. I also still say cellar instead of basement. Yep. Yeah. How about the ice box? You go to the ice box? I do not say that. You I say, say Davenport <laughs> for sofa? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's do what we do every single day at this time. Supper. That is so good. I got to use that. All right, time's yours. Brought to us by Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. 
Discover the nation's best-kept secret and switch to Xfinity Mobile. Now at the best price for two lines of Unlimited. Let's hit it with time's yours. Okay, you had Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Hassan Reddick, and even Jason Kelsey last year. Where did it get you? Collapse. Say a respectful goodbye to all. Spend that money wisely. Let's fix this team. You know, it's going to be really interesting if Howie's of that mindset. You know, would would he... Look, Jason Kelsey's the best player of that group. Oh, not I mean, of the old group. Reddick obviously isn't old. Um, I don't know. We don't we don't really know what how he's thinking yet. It's time to get rid of dancing on my own, as Eric the Clown from Seinfeld would say to you, Joe. You're living in the past, man. Danger. Wow, wow. Well, listen, I enjoyed the past, so I guess I don't mind living in it. A little mini life advice with the hammer here. Wonder what the hammer thinks. Jack Fritz using his morning show side topic as his own thing. If you've listened to the afternoon show, is the hammer proud? Is the hammer offended? Your thoughts, hammer? Time's yours. Okay, what did he do? I, I need clarification. I don't know anything about this. I guess they're starting to do side topics in the afternoon. Okay. What about offended? What was he saying? Proud? I guess that since they're doing what we do here. I don't know. I, I need more information, but I have no problem with it. I mean, it. What's the flattery thing? Duplication, flattery? Imitation is the yeah. sincerest form yeah. of flattery. It's all good. No issues. Now I know why Joe Cameron takes baths every day because that's what makes you feel like a kid. Well, I guess in some ways it does. What's he saying? That, yeah, I enjoyed taking a bath as a kid, so I still take it as an adult, even though. Or I'm... maybe just like your surroundings, what you're seeing, it reminds you of. What you would nah, see? Because I wasn't reading a book back with then. With a child bathing? Nah. He's saying maybe there's a correlation. Do you stick your hair up spikes with the, uh, with the soap? <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> and with that, we shut it down. The Time's Yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500. All right, let's get to Rob in South Philadelphia. Good morning, Rob. Yo, what's up? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Doing well, Rob. I'm sorry, I'm at work over here. Uh... Uh, big big time Phillies fan. Question for you is: um, be, biggest benefits and biggest biggest falls of this uh, of our Phillies team this year. So by benefits, you mean the best positive? Yeah, positive and negative. I mean, best positive, I think, is the starting rotation. Right. Uh, I think it's one of the absolute best in baseball. Some think it is the best in baseball. Uh, I would say the biggest negative right now is. What is it, guys? Is it the bench or the bullpen? Sure, fire closer. Doesn't bother me as much, don't, Ben. Doesn't it feel like Kirk Ring's just going to slide right no, in with no, the slide? Not at all. Too young. Not at all. So. Really? Not at all. They want him. Do, they're going to. They want him to slide right in with the slide. They want Saran. The they want Sir Anthony to reestablish him. It's he's supposed to be his job. He's like, what is he? Twenty-seven years old. Whatever he is. Close last. Yeah, year. but two years ago he looked. But two years ago he looked phenomenal. Yes. This should be his job. Go get it. Now. So, I right, what what's your answer, Ben? The the so you said closer, John. Are you saying bench or, or bullpen in general, or left field or center? You know, like the other outfield guy. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say bullpen. Bullpen. Uh, I do not trust Kirkering in the slider, and I I need to see more. Rob, what's your what's your opinion? It. What's the biggest deficiency? I I mean the bench. I mean you need that strong bench, and you can't get into slumps like we always do. Unfortunately. Well, their bench is not good. I will yeah. say the bench doesn't matter as much as it used to when you had the pitchers hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a whole different ball game. I mean, it's rare that you see a pinch hitter pinch hit. I mean, it's just, it just 
it's rare. Sorry, I'm sorry. If no, the season just... goes half half, you think Topper's got a problem in midseason? Uh, mid-season unlikely depends how bad it gets, but I think he could have a problem after this year if right. if he makes decisions that cost them again in the postseason. That could be an issue. Understood. Understood. Rob, give me an answer, man. What makes you think of being a kid? Being a kid, growing up, I'm a South Philly kid. I used to buy the Philly Franks tickets. You know, I'm Philly Franks. The, the hot boys get the ticket. Yeah. I walked to the state. I walked to the vet. I buy the scorecard book. Did a score book. I sit down, 600 level, and I do each inning, each pitch, each pitch. Good stuff, As man. A kid. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I, I, I like that. Let's talk to Joel right now, Northeast Philly. Hi, Joel. What's going on, guys? What's um, up, Joel? Is it Joel or Joel? It's Joel. Yeah. Uh, you are Joel? We covered this yeah, the last we time. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah. All right, go man, ahead, I man. I, I would like for it to be established. That way we don't got to – we can get yes, back to it. Yes, got it, Joel. So, so here's, the, here's the thing about – am I am – I, I think you guys asked, are we – how do we feel about um, this season? In regards to like the end of the last, I'm not over it at all. Um, simply because, how many times are you going to beat the Braves? Like really, realistically, how many times are you going to get? Yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah, the Braves. And last year, the two years ago, when we when we snuck in, you know, we snuck in mm-hmm. and we played the Braves, and it was like, okay, if we win, we win. If we don't, cool. This, last year, we looked like we were. We belong. Like, we supposed to go out there and handle business. Mm-hmm. And they was doing that. They cleaned the Braves up. They they beat the Diamondbacks. They were up 2-0, I believe, or 2-1, something like that, in, a, in dominating fashion. It wasn't like they were just squeaking by. They were doing what they were supposed yep. to do. Castellano starts swinging at pitches by his head as opposed <laughs> to hitting the pitches that's in the strike zone. He wants to not swing at stuff in the strike zone, but he wants to swing at stuff that's by his bandana. I, I don't know. And then you got Rojas, who's a, a wall. He's a human out. He was a human out. I don't know why he, he was. was out there. I think I, it, was a, it was a horrible decision. And I'm just like, I know I'm not over it. So, so I, I, I feel like that last year was the year we could have legit won, especially with the Eagles doing what, you know, losing yep, yep. the way they lost. I was like, we could win. We could have a parade this way. Joel, no. we got we to hear from you all through the baseball season, man. You're a great baseball caller. Tremendous. Thank you. Appreciate Tremendous. Joel, give me an answer here. What makes you think of being a kid? We're going to start turning two right now. Give me an answer. Um, as, as a 36-year-old man going to Blockbuster with my family reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. I think about going to Blockbuster, getting the game, getting the movie that was out, the latest movie or whatever, that made me feel like a kid. I like that. I mean, that's one of those ones that's clearly going to be about how old you were when Blockbuster was in its prime. But for a 36-year-old, that makes sense. You were 10 years old moving through Blockbuster. I was at Blockbuster when I got drafted. That's incredible. I was at Blockbuster renting The Peacemaker with George Clooney. Wow. John Gruner called you? Yeah. And what'd he say? On my Radio Shack cell phone that I just purchased, <laughs> I was told, go to Radio Shack, get a cell phone, you need it. And the first two rounds of the NFL draft were on ESPN. Yep. My The house that I was living in in Mountain View, California, our cable setup, we didn't have ESPN 2, which is what the draft went to after round mm-hmm. two. So we were like, oh, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> I guess we'll go to... I don't, I don't know, Blockbuster. So, you couldn't yeah, even we, watch we it. drove over to Blockbuster. I, I couldn't watch it. That's incredible. There was nothing to watch. Yeah, and uh, as and the phone rings, it's uh, a woman saying, hey, Coach Gruden wants to talk to you. 
and I still, until uh, I was not sure where I had been drafted at that point in time. I wasn't keeping up with, uh, with the NFL, the landscape of the NFL. I didn't know at that point in time that John Gruden had become the head coach of the the Raiders. Oh boy. I had no idea. All start. I watched all I watched this was guy, college <laughs> football. This guy. College. So Gruden's on the phone. You gonna bring me some juice, Richie? I had no idea where I was even drafted to. By the time I got off the phone, I think I'd figured it out. But it was yeah. <laughs> all right, quickly a challenge. We turn into what makes you think of being a kid. Derek, what do you got? In honor of Joe DeCamer, I'm going to say your mom's on your laundry. Oh, no. All right. We got to come up with a winning answer here. Well, that one's funny. We got cartoons on TV, Saturday morning cartoons. We got Christmas time, a sense of smell and all that it can invoke from from back in the day, a happy meal at McDonald's, Sesame Street, Wiffle Ball. A lot of good answers. I'm thinking cartoons. I think cartoons. I think that's the best one. Yeah. I when you throw in Saturday morning yeah. with Bowl cartoons. Bowl of cereal with tons of sugar in it. I love it. Will, great answer right out of the gate today with the cartoon answers. Everyone have a wonderful rest of the day. Joe and Hugh, they are up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.